Coming up on episode 25 of Nosebleed Seats, we open up with the latest Dallas Cowboys news as training camps are now opening across the NFL. Eric introduces a new segment called Biggest L, Biggest Dub, where we find out if Russia really gave someone an STD. We break down the latest Kyrie news as he wants out of Cleveland. And as always, we get weird with Wolchuk where we learn that you can actually get stuck in an ATM machine. And then we ride out with some UFC talk as Cormier versus Jones 2 is just around the corner. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the nosebleed seats. For some news, Bleed Seats, episode 25, the show everyone can afford to listen to. I'm your host, Zach Wolchuk, alongside Eric Chiafalo and producer Bab. It's been a week. We are back in the safe space where we belong. And I am one year older, ladies and gentlemen. You are 26. It is episode 25, though. One away. Yeah, that, it's pretty close. It almost worked out beautifully. But shout out, shout out to Will Allen, former corner of the Miami Dolphins and New York Giants. He wore the number 25 as a good player. And uh, now I think he's doing pretty well. He's actually, no, wait, never mind. He's actually in prison for a Ponzi scheme. Oh, so he's not doing too well. I don't think anymore, but he, he, he had a good run. And he wore number 25 when he did it. So shout out to you, Will Allen. The big 2-5, Will Allen, the king of the 25s. Huh? How are, uh, how's everyone doing? Anything Crazy fun well, going listen, on? listen, man. Crazy fun was your birthday this weekend. I unfortunately did not get to attend due to so many family matters I can't even get to. But, man, it sounded like you had a good time. You were definitely hung over because I asked you the next morning. I sent you a happy birthday gif or jif, and uh, you said you were hung over. So you had a good time? I did. I had a great time. It was a big day because uh, what, what I did was Sunday, my birthday was yesterday, the 24th. So Monday night, or Monday was the B-Day. The night before Sunday, I worked. I got off work, and the girlfriend wanted to have a drinks. little, yeah, drinks, a pregame party a for me before sex. going out. We, we could talk about that off air. Uh, I don't kiss and tell. But she wanted Liar. to just have a get-together, you know, with some of my friends. She thought it'd be fun because we're kind of a freshly new couple. She hadn't met my friends. I hadn't met a lot of hers. Oh, so this is kind of an intro. It was. Like a friend group thing. Exactly. And your friends have to approve of her. I mean, so I hope they did. Did they sign off on old Jill? It went better than I could have ever imagined, dude. Really? I mean, it just was effortless. Yeah. Okay, so then you if it went better than you could imagine, that means you did end up on the bar with your shirt off. Shirt and pants. Nice, off. dude. Good for you. So you were out partying in Dallas, so you didn't punch any DJs? No DJs were punched. We actually went to a karaoke bar. Wow, no one got knocked out. And I thought about it because the dude that was run, running the karaoke stuff kind of seemed like a bit of a jerk, if I must be honest. But really? I uh, I was trying to keep things calm and casual. I was just in such a happy, fun, drunk mood. Of course. I wasn't going to. It's your my, birthday. Why I, get, wasn't, I wasn't going to do anything like that. Why get in a fight on your birthday? It's not worth it. Not worth it at all. Now, I do have a question. If karaoke was involved, what did you sing? See, I did not karaoke. Oh my! What? How do they? How do they not let the birthday boy? How do they not force the boy? The birthday boy? I don't know. And up there, you should be singing some Taylor right. Swift or something up uh, there, man. You know, my girl and her. Yes, not that a day any older. I should have done it. You know, my girlfriend and her friend went up and did it. My friend and his fiance went up and sang. And it just didn't come around. Why didn't you do it? You just didn't I don't want know. to? Or All you, of a sudden, but I looked around. chicken down. We went, I think we went, everyone went a little hard on the pregame. Um, I was completely. Dude, you're lucky I wasn't there because you would have been on I don't think I'd have made it out. And you would have been shirtless. If you were there. Uh, I, no, I, I might have been. But I'm looking around at this bar and, and quietly I'm realizing 
were down some people. People were randomly just dipping. Like, Your boys and girls? They were just Ubering home. Like Your they crew? couldn't they couldn't handle it. Yeah. So we left and went to another bar and we had about half as many people as we went to the karaoke bar with. That's and then we got some pizza hard. and went home. Yeah, it was. I mean, everyone the next day was like, dude. Did you go to Serious Pizza? I wasn't feeling we went to Serious Pizza. Yes, you did, because you were in Deep Elm. It that was is incredible. So good. Is that it your first was time? Delicious. Yes, it was my first time. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous I wasn't there for your first time. I know. I wanted you there. Son of a gun. And that I'll pizza tell you is what, glorious. It really is. It is it's, so good. And dude. it's huge. The thing about Serious Pizza is it and it's in Deep Elm, by the way. So go there and check it out. But wow, these pizzas are they're, they're supposed to feed like if you get a full pizza it's supposed to feed like what like 10 people or something like well, that i got a small and shared it between uh jill my sister and i and we we still had like a, a piece or two left over dude it's so good and it's so big so nothing better than that nothing better than big and good you aren't kidding and i got the big meat and meaty yeah I got I the big meat say, half big meat my girl likes meaty. cheese she's kind of plain jane when it comes to pizza so i got half cheese half big meat Meat and Gucci cheese? Is but, that what I heard? Oh, yeah. It was, it was some good. It's my favorite. Mm, yeah, it was delish. So it was a great birthday. Hung out with the, the next Motherfucker, day. Motherfucker, you look dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> Shout out to, thank you, Martin. Yeah, well, I uh, went, hung out with the grandparents, had lunch, and then uh, I actually went out to dinner with the parents, the sister, and the girlfriend. First time her meeting my mom. And I think it went well. Oh, wow. So girlfriend met mother and, and father this weekend. Ma oh, uh, she'd met my dad and sister. Oh, okay, gotcha. She'd come to the house once prior, but I think my mom was sleeping or something. Didn't of meet her. Good for her. So it was a big weekend overall. I mean, it was an intermingling of friend groups, and she met the, the mom, the the final member of the family, who, of course, you know, no disrespect to dad and sis, mom's got to approve or we're in some trouble. No question. Mom has to approve. Mom's got to approve. She's the top dog, and so how'd it go? Awesome. She's a great girl, man. I mean, she really is. She checked off all the boxes. Everybody said they loved her. They think we're great together. Everything seems so comfortable. They think she's really into me. I'm into her. I must say I'm falling. Every time I hang out more and more with her. Oh, I know. I see it I, in I'm your getting, eyes. I'm getting, you know, more deeper and deeper. Like, man, this girl's actually really, really dope. So it was not, and I'm telling you people out there, if you're listening and you're alone and you're having, because Tony's come in here and he kind of, he gets a little butthurt when we bring up the, the non-girlfriend thing. Because I think and the gay stuff. everyone's trying to find love. It, of course. Man yes. on man, women on women, donkey on donkey, like elephants together in the room. Who cares? But if you're looking for love out there, guys, people, women, ladies, children. Don't pressure yourself. Don't push. It will come. Just be natural. Do you. It will come True naturally. True words have never been spoken. That's the best way for it to happen. Relationships to unfold. Just let it go naturally. Don't force it because it's not going to work, but just let things fall into place. And uh, I'm I'm in a very, very blessed place right now, man. Things are going well. Man, I'm so happy for you, dude. Yeah, Mom yeah. signs off, so dad's chill. If mom signs off, dad pretty much signs of course. off. And sis... I don't know what it's like to have a sister try to have to approve a, oh, a girlfriend. Man. It can I be just challenging. have brothers, so it's like whatever. The is brothers she hot? don't really care cool. too much. Yeah. Well, it's like is she hot? Is she not a total bitch? All right, great. Let's ride. Have you ever had one where they're just like no? Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Well, I, I've, what was I've the had story behind people, that one? Just, uh, just, a, just some girls that are maybe a little, just a little domineering or se and selfish like, and like into are we themselves. Talking domination. Okay. Oh no, okay. no, 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 they were totally sign off on that. Yeah, no, I just mean like trying to be all, you know. Top dog kind of thing, running the show, and I'm like, man, I gotta run the Stay show. In your lane. So you need to run the exactly. show. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. Or are you more of like you want balance, or no. you at the end of the day you want to be the man in control? No, I'm not. I'm not a bossy or a, a really a controlling guy by any means, but I do think the man needs to burden some of the some of the leadership, some of the hey, listen, a, not lay down the law by any means, but like I I, I want to balance, but at the end of the day. I'm a, I'm the man, so let me kind of let me guide this thing. Don't try to be the man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna try to be the woman. 
So you don't try to be the man. Don't be the man up in here. Come on so don't, now. Don't be the man. Be the woman. Yes, for, for my counterpart here. I'm going to be the man. Let me. I feel you. And the sister. Ball control. The sister's opinionated. I'll say that about her. Oh, your sister oh, is? She's opinionated. No, I'm sure. And, and she'll let me know. She'll be like, okay, no, I do not like her. They, uh, first of all, they had the Arkansas connection. Oh, Because Jill's yes. an Arkansas grad. And my sister went to Arkansas for like three semesters. Wow. So did they take my Arkansas Kurt Cousins, loving their cousins, that kind of thing? Did they take that personally? I hope they didn't. I don't even think, though it's true. I don't think uh, they caught last week. Okay. No. Well, so we're in the a, clear. it might have been a couple weeks ago. I don't know. I think it was last week. I think we're in the clear there. No, right, no cool. worries. I mean, they're not Arkansas residents. They didn't live there. They just love the university. Yeah. That's no, more of a still... state. That's more of a state thing. No, it is definitely it's a, a state, state burn. Thing, but right it can there. rub That's off not a school on burn. You. It can rub it's off. It's a state on burn. You. I mean, did you notice when your sister got back from college, she was hanging out with your cousins a little bit more than she used to? Now that you mention it, yeah. Oh, see what my I'm saying? Gosh, it's a little bit of an epidemic, but we'll get to it later. But she approves, so we're in good shape right now. We're in good standing. I've yet to meet her family. I'm a little nervous about that. That will be a first for me. Okay, she got sisters, brothers. She's got a younger sister. Okay, easy. And that's about it. Sibling. Oh, wise. wonderful. Okay, so mom and dad. Mom and dad still to still together. Yes. Still doing it right. Still together, Love doing it right. Man. Beautiful. Okay, so it's gonna be fine. Are they around? Are they from around here? What's, yeah, yeah. I what's think the hold uh, up, really? mom grew up. I want to say in Irving. Went to Irving Nimitz High School. Nice. And I know dad also went to Arkansas, but I think he's also from. No, no, he's from uh, the Midwest, Michigan. Local product. His family's man. from Michigan. Yeah, local. She's Love gonna it. be happy that I remember this. Hopefully, I'm, I got to. I got to tell her to listen now. Just Hope so you didn't I'm get it flexing wrong. my knowledge muscle. No, I feel confident in that answer, baby. Cool. Well, uh, when are you? Damn tired. When are you gonna meet him? No rush. Uh, whenever you know she she brings that up, that's not going to be something I force. That's that's because I'm going to have all kinds of butterflies, be nervous, swamp ass all night. Gotcha. Leading so up to that, so you're not forcing it. My you're... tits will be inverted. I'll tell swamp you when ass. I walk through that door. I uh, will be. And that is your least. But favorite. hopefully they're humming by the end of the night, baby. Oh, I guarantee you they'll be humming. Man, they're going to love you. Mom and dad are going to love you. I hope so. It'll be good. Well, I I, hope I'm happy so. you had a good birthday. I, I know you were hungover, but you seem to have recovered. I have recovered. I got Granted, I got did... a little bit of a nap in before the show, which. You know, I was upset about because I wanted to do some more prep and be really, really knowledgeable and just like freaking gargoyle smart coming into tonight. Yeah, it would have been good. But instead, I'm well rested. So All hopefully right. that's a good We'll balance. see how that translates, man. Yes. You'll probably be a little rusty. You know how it goes. A little oh. bi-week bi syndrome. A little crusty. Perhaps. He is fucked. Who am I kidding? I am. Connor's probably right. Well, let's dive into some stuff because not only did you have a wonderful birthday this weekend, but you also had your beloved Dallas Cowboys have the fortunate luck or whatever to land the Hall of Fame game, thus getting training camp starting earlier than everyone else. And now you guys are already underway. The pads come on tomorrow, which will be Wednesday. As soon as this drops, everybody's listening to this on a Wednesday. Cowboys put the pads on. And what a beautiful day it is for you, man. Hell yes. I am so excited. Football season is finally here. I got freaking chills. I know. I'm. Hey, listen, look at me. I'm not wearing yeah. any. Even Floyd gets it. I know. I can't believe the shirts you've got on right so now. So I usually wear my Miami Heat shirt. Like nine times out of ten, I'm rocking my Heat shirt during the show. It's just good juju for me. Well, today, in honor of my friend here, Walchick, your birthday, training camp, my friend Hayden Barstow, my cousin, Jules Renner, Jules Sonny Renner. Jules, baby, the shout out. The Cowboys much fans I know. The Cowboys are under training camp, and that means the NFL is is starting now, and I can't help but celebrate myself. So my one Cowboy shirt, it's, not, it's like a makeshift Cowboy shirt. It's got like some fake player on it and everything, but hey, it's old school. It's you're retro, repping Cowboys and, and gear. I'm that rocking is, it, man. That it's, is in Listen, phenomenal. the NFL is back. The NFL is back. The star is in Oxnard. And let's just, man, 
let's just get this thing freaking rolling. So what's popping? What's going down? Well, I will say in terms of news, uh, not the best stuff is popping down because the Cowboys, yeah, there's excitement. And, and from the fan perspective, all I'm caring about is reading like practice reports. So there must Who's be a lot looking of, good. Well, all that's that what stuff. I figured. Like, I figured there's probably a lot of on field news, a lot of football yes. things to get to. That's Almost what I'm X's focusing and O's, on. Right? I, and, and I'm all about the X's and O's. But what, what the people want to talk about and focus on is all this other mumble jumble. Oh, is there more stuff going on? Yeah, there's a little bit of stuff like uh, we, we cut a guy, the Cowboys. I say we like I'm a part of the team. You are. Yeah, we're, I'm a member, baby. Uh, but the Cowboys cut a guy. No big deal. Was he just a guy, though? He was just a guy. He was a jag, for sure. Yes, he was. His name was Lucky, so it, it's funny that you you threw that into the start there. Lucky Whitehead is no longer a cowboy, which... What a bad couple of weeks for, for old it's been Unlucky. Bad. Yeah, the dog thing. The dog thing. We talked about it last week. He got his dog stolen for ransom. He had to get it back. It was a huge ordeal. Then... What happens now, Walchick? He's he's hanging out in training camp in Oxnard, just like the fellas. Now he knows he's going to lose his job, like we mentioned here in about four or five weeks. Oh yeah, I mean, as soon as the draft day three came around, the Cowboys took old Ryan Switzer, and that was the end. For it was old, the end for old Mr. Whitehead. Because Switzer's going to be the kick and punt guy. He's probably a better receiver, especially out of the slot. That's what they're going to do. That's what they want to do. So they expedited. So Lucky's gone. They expedited this process. So now. You had that that stuff with the dog. Cowboys didn't seem two-faced, but then came a story that Lucky Whitehead might have been uh, arrested. Adios. Yes, he might. Oh no! He might have Cuffs been... and all. Wait, isn't he at training camp? How is he getting arrested at training camp? Okay, that so... is a foolish move. No, no, there, no, Lucky. no, 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 no. It was not at training camp. This was an incident that apparently happened on June 22nd. Hmm. So we're talking a month ago, a month and three days now, and ago. no one knew about it until now. I think the Virginia police, where this happened, were investigating it and had accused Lucky Whitehead of being a man who shoplifted. Now, That's stereotypical. The cow it, news came out. The Cowboys said, All right, we are going to cut Lucky Whitehead yesterday. So they cut him. This is profiling. Next man, day. Finest. Next day. No, it, it might be. And then the next day. That's a serious topic. A statement from the Prince William County Police Department said upon reviewing the June 22nd, 2017 arrest of an individual named Rodney Darnell Whitehead Jr. Rodney? Rodney Lucky. The police department is confident that the man charged with petty larceny and who is subsequently being sought on an active warrant for failure to appear in court is not Lucky Whitehead of the Dallas Cowboys. Dang, so it was a false arrest. It was a false they accusation. Thought it was him. False accusation. All right, whatever, whatever. So he gets accused of this thing. Bleep hits the fan. Cowboys say, forget this. We've had guns drawn in the last couple of weeks. We've had DJs getting knocked out. We've had receivers running shirtless through strip club parking uh, lots. We've, we've got Des Ryan three hours late, which apparently is a story. We've got guys missing the flight to training camp. Uh-oh. And then we got to do something. And then you compile. PR nightmare. Cut this mother liquor. Lucky Whitehead compiled with all that stuff, and then his dog got stolen last week, and that was a huge thing. So now they say, all right, we think you might have been arrested. We're cutting you. And then he wakes up this morning and finds out, whoa, that actually wasn't me. What a good thing. And so did the Cowboys. So my first initial thought is, well, crap, the Cowboys were trying to do a positive thing to save face with the national and local media here. Like, all right, here's our uh, here's our guy. We're making a statement. We're going to cut this guy so the team knows. A message is sent. 
Send that message. We cut that receiver. Cut that receiver now. Send a message. He wasn't going to be here anyways. Yeah, but they don't need to know that. So anybody else that's a bubble player, they need to know. If they're out of line, they're going home. Their ass is grass. But if you're Des Bryant, don't worry. You're just safe. We love you. You're cool. And you're cool. We, Even if you're late. Even if you didn't show and, up. And you can miss the flight. By the way, it's all right. as a Desbian, who the hell gives a rat's ass that does with three hours late? I, I, I don't think that's a story. Okay, but I don't it, think that's a story. Is it a little bit comical? No. That, oh, it's comical. No, 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 no. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about how a couple weeks ago, the Cowboys had a guy flash a, a armed weapon. That was bad. At other human beings over a parking lot. Parking spot, excuse me. Which, hey, I get it. Rain, rain. Then you have uh, your receiver running through the strip club, no shirt, parking lot. Terrence Williams. Whatever, whatever, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then you also have your also running back. Also not a story, but okay. Knocking out a DJ. So none of that allegedly, mattered. Allegedly. But then this guy allegedly, allegedly shoplifts a Wawa, which is what it's called in Virginia, allegedly, and they cut him. A Wawa. Now, here's the reason behind this, people. If you're good... Or great, like Zeke is, like Dez is, and not Damian Williams, the guy who flashed the gun. Wilson. He's not great. Damian Wilson, Wilson, excuse me. I see, I don't even know his last name because he's just a guy. He's been but, a jag, baby. But, but he's, he's at a position of need. Year. He's at a position of need. Now, fortunately for the Cowboys, Lucky Whitehead was not a position of need. So they could put their foot down and say, hey, we don't tolerate that kind of stuff here. What did you, you stole a pack of gum and some Twizzlers from a, from a gas station in Virginia? And this guy here punched and knocked out a... Allegedly. And this guy here flashed a gun. No, 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 no. Where's that? Give me... The, you go return that juicy fruit. You return the Twizzlers. And Lucky, pack your bags, my friend. You're getting out of here because we, the Dallas Cowboys, we don't tolerate that. We don't. Man, you That's guys really no, put your no. foot down. You should be proud of your team, man. It's, well, what did what did uh what did the head coach have to say? What the head man? Jay Red Jay? Yeah, Red Jay. Oh, what did Jason Garrett have to say? That's a good question. Well, let's see if we could get a special little someone to play. Oh, he's awake. There he is. Oh, hey, Bab. Now, for those of you that don't know, Bab, our producer, from time to time, he just kind of... Checks he, out. Yeah, he just totally checks out Because he mentally. hates the show. He can't stand Walchick. He's not a fan of and, ours. And I don't smell particularly good today, especially that since I'm not wearing my pants. So I get where his disdain is coming from. He's you didn't lost put on the, the green gold bond. I noticed that. No, yeah, you did That's notice that. That's the issue. I didn't want to feel the burn. So Bab loses his mind sometimes, but we got him back in. We reeled him back in. Welcome back. He's awake. Sips his coffee. All right. Now tell us right now, what did Red Jay have to say? Jason Garrett? Hello? What did you call him? Coach. Coach. Red Jay. Red Jay. God dang. Coach. Coach Jay. Jason Garrett. Do you regret how you handled Lucky Whitehead's situation, given that the police came out today and said he wasn't involved? And do you feel the need to address the team over this issue? Uh, yesterday we made a decision that we deemed to be in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we're standing by that decision. We're going to move on. But that decision was based on the idea that he had been arrested last month, correct? Uh, yesterday we made a decision that we thought was in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, but you said by that, that already. Shut your on. mouth and let him talk. It's the truth. We made a decision that we thought was in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Broken record. Hey, that's what a coach should say. What? We made he just side a decision Are we you... felt was in the best. Ah, that's a sidestep if I've ever seen one. That might be the best sidestep I've ever seen. That we deemed to be in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we're standing by that decision. We're going to move on. Thanks. So you didn't like his answer. Appreciate it. Have you ever seen a better sidestep? 
You know even, what? Even more than that one that girl did this weekend at, at the bar. Ooh. That was a hell of a sidestep. I told you about that one, huh? I My know drunken you did. stupor. You gave me the play-by-play of it. It was My beautiful. Goodness I felt gracious. like I was there. But was... this this Red J sidestep is better than that. And I'm and I'm saying it now. This is up there with some of the, guys. the best <laughs> Belichick, <laughs> Belichick press conferences. It's a total Belichick move. Oh, it, oh it's that's a total what it Belichick is. Move. It's a Belichick move. Yeah. Is it not? We're moving on to Cincinnati. Yeah, we're, I mean, that's that's exactly the kind of coach speak that Belichick does. Belichick, you know, good old New England guy, won a couple of Super Bowls, and no one is going to get on his ass for saying that. Hey, man, that's a glass half full. It doesn't look full. good on the Cowboys. It's a glass right? half full way it to look at it. It looks bad. You cut the guy the next day. Well, crap, he's not accused of that. But the bottom line is. Give it to me. The guy wasn't going to make the team, as we've highlighted. Clearly. So it was a convenient move to cut him. It didn't end up being as much of a statement as the team was hoping for because he didn't end up being guilty of the reason they cut him. Which is but so funny, it man. It was just a formality. Oh, yeah, it's you hilarious. Do, I do feel bad for him, though. It's kind of I feel bad for him, too. He didn't even too. get a shot. I but do at the same well. time, he made his own that bed. Good, he made his own bed. And honestly, I didn't like the whole— and, and the real winner in all of this is Blitz. Blitz gets daddy home. Wow, that's a fair point. That was the first thing I thought. I never I even thought, looked at it that way. Because instead of in two months' time, when Lucky Whitehead would have been going home to Blitz, not a cowboy— he can just do it now. Yeah, but but his owner lost his job that day. Is that ever a good day when your owner loses his job? Well, like, if you're maybe able to he throw around be able to twenty grand to get a dog back, I mean, what I if, don't think that he's he's searching for food. What, what if Whitehead? What if Whitehead? No, never mind. He didn't shoplift. He uh, yeah, exactly. Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly. But what if Whitehead can't bring food home to the floor for the dog? He's got to put food on the floor, man. Who else is gonna do it? I don't know. Maybe uh, that. So now I'm, I'm almost kind of Bugatti Casino. It's yeah, Bugatti Casino. That was his name, right? Yeah, yeah, Bugatti Casino. Bugatti. By Lucky's, the way, B-O-O, I'm sure going to look for another job. Lucky will be out there, you know, doing whatever he can. Maybe he, he worked at Popeyes for a little bit. Wow, that seems like a hell of a gig. He took over the Cowboy Snapchat last year. Noble. And uh, literally showed up to a Popeyes chicken and said, "Let me work," and he worked for a day. I showed up to a Popeyes the other day and I said, "Let me eat." And they did. It was great. All I know is, with all this flack my Cowboys have been getting, a lot of this What'd stuff. What'd you do again? I ate, baby. What'd you eat? Who'd you eat? Oh. No, that wasn't at Popeye's. That was... Bitch, I'm Frank. Thanks, Frank. You ate Frank. Frank saved me. Frankie and the Funky Bunch. On to the next. The point that I kind of wanted to get here on Nosebleed Seats Podcast, Zach Wilchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer, Bab on the ones and twos. Sometimes. Is... And, and, guys, you, you're not Cowboy fans, so you can probably speak to this more so. For sure. Definitely. I think a lot of this stuff— We're smarter. You're smarter, yeah. I think a lot of this stuff is non-news, but because it's the Cowboys, it's something to talk about. And teams across the league, I'm sure, are having guys arrive late to camp, maybe miss a flight here and there. They've got some other things going on. But we just don't hear about it on a national scale. It's not a big deal because they're in Buffalo or they're in Cleveland. Okay. Well, you're pointing out the dumpster fires of the National Football League. The so that's sucky great. teams. But but I mean, it's true. No, Minnesota. You're right. But you I like, know, I like it, what it you're gets doing washed here. under the rug. Cincinnati. With this whole term. They're not big market. Non-news. Mm-hmm. Is this your new term? Because it's not fake news because it's, it's news that actually happened. Non-news. Non-news. But, it, but it's just, well, it and, didn't actually. And not actually... all of it. Like there, I mean, the Lucky Whitehead stuff's a story. I yeah. get that. That's a story. He got cut. The Des Bryant thing being late, I don't think is worth talking about. That's Des. If you're, if you're with the, within Des. the Cowboys. Yeah, that's Des Bryant dating back to Oklahoma State. When I, that, when I talked to the play-by-play voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys, and I might have mentioned this on the show, 
leading into the draft because I went there for a sports media camp. I asked him, I was like, man, I love Des Bryant. I'm a huge Cowboys fan. What can I expect? And he said straight up, Des is a great guy. He's a great teammate. All this character concern stuff is a bunch of baloney. The one thing about Des is he has no concept of time and he is always late. So that's just how Des has always been. And you are 100% right in your critique of if you're good, you kind of just, you get by that a little bit. But if you're lucky whitehead and you're three hours late, your ass is cut. With Des, he's three hours late. Okay, it's Des. It's the same thing with Michael Irvin when Jimmy Johnson was head coach. Michael's three hours late. Okay, it's Michael. Troy falls asleep in a meeting. Okay, it's Troy. It's Des. It's Zeke. It's Dak. It's Witten. They get passes. It's Sean Lee. There's a few guys, and on every roster, it's the same deal. Brady shows up a little late. First off, none of us would hear about it. He wants to Cabo with uh, Giselle for an extra week, miss a week at camp. Somehow the Patriots will keep that muffled under wraps. No one will know. Muffled. The Des thing's not a big deal to me. Now, David Irving is a little late. That, that I think, is something to point out, but it's not something to harp on. The main thing for me with him is it's a bad look because he's also suspended. Yes, and it's just when you compile all these things. You have, a, you have multiple guys in multiple different off-field things. It just shows it's like there's not much. Uh, there, where's the leadership here? And that, I don't know if that comes from within the locker room or if you just look to the head coach and say, man, I hear these guys talking about, we need, we, you know, I hear Witten talking about, we need to trust the coaches. We need to trust Garrett. I'm like, why are we still talking about this? He's How long has Garrett been here? If we if you don't trust him now, what what is he doing? Why is he here? Why are we still talking about we need to trust him? He's been here long enough to where that should already be that should already be set in stone. And we shouldn't be having guys acting out constantly, man. And I mean, I haven't heard much about any 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 other teams, and I follow some other teams pretty closely as well. We would know if guys get arrested, we find out about it. If other guys are flashing guns, if other guys' dogs are getting stolen for ransom by local rappers, we're probably going to find out. Well, you've got Tom Bali tweeting, uh, now we going into training camp. He doesn't know what his role is, and do the Chiefs even want him? Is that good for the team? Is that good for the locker room? No, no it's not. No, but th it's those not are the good. kind of things that happen. That's a fracturing thing in the locker it's room. It's like a contract it's not, thing, though. It's not a contract thing. He said, I'm upset with the amount of snaps I played in the wildcard game. Why is he choosing to say that now? Why are you bringing that up now? The timing of it is very weird, but is that talked about? Is that a story? No. And I think that's terrible. I would be concerned if a player of the Cowboys was making comments of that. I don't think that's good for the team. Not at all. But, no, this, but, but a player being late is not going to affect the team's morale on the football field whatsoever. No, 100%. You get what I mean? No, I'm 100%. looking at what kind of effect does this have on the team on the field, and most of this is all a bunch of bull that when they sit, they put on the cleats and the helmets come the Hall of Fame game next weekend, let alone week one against the Giants, it's in the rear view. No one's talking about it. No one's thinking about it. But, but I if Tom Ali gets heated on the sideline because he's worried about his snaps, it goes back to that tweet in the offseason. That's fine. But I'm talking about, I think, one thing you can see and one thing you can almost put definitively is I don't know that there's a whole lot of respect for Jason Garrett in the locker room. That's something to talk about. That's I mean, I think that that is something to wonder. Again, if you've been here for, I mean, close to a decade, right? And and, there, and Jason Witten's still talking about we need to trust our coach? That shouldn't even be, that, you shouldn't even be talking about that. That should be already affirmed and done. If this coach has been here that long, you guys are coming off a 12 and four season. Like, give me a break. So that just shows a lack of leadership. And that's not a good look for old Red Jay. And no, he's talking about not. moving on. He's sidestepping questions. I mean, sheesh, man. It's difficult because with Jason Garrett, I feel like he does want the quote unquote right kind of guy. You get what I'm saying? He, he tries to draft a lot of players that are team captains in college. Uh, that have that they do and they say the right the Sean Lees you know I think he wants 
53 Sean Lees in a, in a perfect world. That's the kind of team that Jason Garrett would like. The problem is he has an owner that's willing to gamble in Jerry Jones. Jerry's always had a soft spot for players with talent but off-field issues. So the Cowboys are kind of known as a destination that's going to give a, a talented but troubled player a second chance. So I think for the most part, when you look at the team since Garrett took over in 2010, he's weeded out a lot of bad eggs. But these are professional players with lots of money that have egos. And like any kind of working environment, there's going to be challenges. But but I do wonder as well. That's why, like that article that we talked about a couple weeks ago with Jason Garrett and how the Cowboys are handling rookies and what they're doing in terms of practicing and mini camps and preparing in the offseason. To me, I got to see more sustained success to give Jason Garrett any kind of real credit and credibility as one of the better upper echelon coaches in this league because he's been nothing but inconsistent. I've always thought his game management and time management in games is terrible. I think it's one of the worst in football. It's a big reason the Cowboys lost that playoff game against Green Bay. People go back and wonder if he hadn't called a timeout with Dak just dinking and dunking his way down the field and he's got plenty of time to clock the football, just let Dak, he's in the rhythm, he's got the feel. You take a timeout, you kill the momentum of that drive. What could have been? So... That's just a minor situation in seven years under Jason Garrett where we've seen, all right, that's a bad case of clock management. So you're right. I do wonder. I think that he's wanted to get the right kind of guys. It hasn't always panned out. And maybe there is a little bit of uncertainty with Jason Garrett and uh, his future with the team. If the Cowboys fall flat on their face, he's a guy just because he won head coach of the year at the NFL Honors Awards Such doesn't mean joke. he's got security at the end of the year. Adam Gase deserved that. Everyone knew it. Adam Gase. Who's he coached for? The Miami Dolphins, the only oh. team that really matters. But in this exact moment, the Cowboys matter, and this particular player matters. Jalen Smith. Everybody knows Notre yeah. Dame stud linebacker. About Jalen. Cowboys take him in the second round with these degenerative or regenerative, whatever, nerve knee issues. And now he's back on the field. The first time we're really seeing him doing anything football-wise. And we're seeing videos. We got people that are out there at camp that are reporting on, you know, he's looking. He looks... I guess overall, I would say positive news. Now, I've seen some of these videos of him. Some of them look better than others. Some of them look pretty normal. Some of them, it looks like, I don't, it just something looks slightly off. It's hard to even really say, but you can tell that one leg is just, it's it's not quite as strong. I don't know there. what it is, but I mean. It's a little hitch. Yeah, there's a little hitch, yeah. and, and it seems mostly in the straight line stuff. It's, it's funny because the cutting, which is like when you have a knee injury, that's usually what is like last to come back is like being able to cut really hard. And he seems to be able to do that stuff, the starting, the stopping, and the, and the cutting drills. He seems to be moving pretty fine, but then when you see him have to extend and kind of open up and run a little bit, that's the one. And then come to a complete stop, you can just see something doesn't look quite right. But I think overall, at least from what I've seen and from what I've heard, Overall positive reviews coming from yeah. him? Would you say the same? It seems that way. And he's the most optimistic guy in the world. If you hear an interview with him, he's going to yeah. say things rainbows and unicorns. Yeah, baby. I'm, I'm he's got a big it. smile on his to face. To be honest with you. You hate I'm people like that? Well, it's not that I hate people like that, but every if I had to listen to if if every day I was hearing people get a microphone in their face and they were that kind of person, yeah, I'd probably hate him. You're like, I'm starting to get that way. You're a robot. It's like, dude, yeah, listen, man. I mean, I, it, it, you're not helping anybody with this. I mean, I get it. You're helping yourself, and that's all that really matters. But from my perspective, I'm like, dude. Give me a break. Why do I want to hear what you have to say? You have told me nothing. If you couldn't walk today, you'd have a smile on your face. And it's a great thing about you. But you're not giving me anything because you're going to act like you're going to play on Sunday, even though you just got yeah. amputated. He might know. The doctor's saying, there's no way you're freaking playing on Sunday. Like, I'm playing, baby. I can do it. He literally just got both his legs 
amputated, and he's talking about I will crawl playing on, field, on Sunday. And I will make plays. That's the kind of guy he is. So you can love him for it. I just choose to hate him for the it. The thing with Jalen thing. Smith is I think the expectation levels are so skewed depending on who you talk to. Sure. If your expectation is for know. him to start week one, I don't I think, think that's realistic. I don't think that's realistic either. If he can just get on the field and get some quality reps and playing time throughout the season, I think that's a huge win. I've never viewed, I've never thought that Jalen Smith would be a starter for this team this year. Ideally, maybe at the end of the year, but it's going to take him time. He needs to play. He needs to grow that strength back. He needs to feel comfortable. We need to see how does that degenerative nerve respond. There's so many questions and concerns out there. Anthony Hitchens will be your starting middle linebacker, and I don't have a problem with that. Hitchens is a, is a solid player. You don't like Ew. Hitchens? You don't like uh, Hitchens? I need an upgrade. No, nah, dude, Anthony Hitchens is underrated, How man. many years are you going to have Anthony Hitchens starting it back? Anth- I think there's a lot of God. teams out there that would be very pleased with Anthony Hitchens playing for Justin them. Justin Durant's a better player. I said it. No. I said it. No. Anthony Hitchens is twice as fast. All right, well, is, is Jalen Smith going to play uh, in preseason? Are we going to get to see some action there? I think there? so. Because I think that's obviously... Because you need to see him play football. I you mean, do. we've seen videos that are football-esque now. So far, they've been without pads. But I don't really see how pads change it. I mean, it's like you can move and cut with or without pads. It's like, if you can do it, you can do it. So, I mean, the pads, the only thing is if unless yeah, it's just a mental thing. Yeah, but you do want to see thing. him get engaged with a lineman. Yeah, for and sure. And have to fight off a block. And how does he do? And in football, unlike the drills, in the drills, you know, okay, I'm about to play here. I'm cutting here. I'm doing this. I'm stopping here. I'm going back. Now... In football, you don't know that. When you're a linebacker trekking down a running back, he's stopping, going. You don't know. You're constantly doing, making stops and jukes and moves, and and you don't know what's coming next. So that's the other thing is can he do that without even thinking, go out there, plant, cut, move, jump, back? Can he do all that stuff as opposed to these drills where he knows, all right, the cut's about to come here, the stop's about to come here, the run's about to come here. You know what I'm saying? So so all that stuff, you just need to see him padded up. It's just we need to temper our expectations as fans. We just it, Whatever we can get out of Jalen Smith is gravy. I know you spent a second-round pick on him. It's done. It's in the past. It's over with. You're not getting that pick back. You just got to hope for the best. And if he can get on the field and he's looking good and he makes some kind of impact this year, I think it's a win. But I'm not going to expect the guy to start. I think that's the unrealistic goals. Yeah, I still don't know what to expect for this year. But based on what I saw from today, I could almost guarantee with my – stellar medical expertise that he's going to be ready to go for next year. I mean, that seems almost like a lock unless he has some sort of major setback. But for this year, I don't know. Maybe as the season goes on, maybe by the time you get to the playoffs or something, he's at full strength. That'd be awesome. Boom, that's great. I'm sure they're going to try to take it slow. I don't think they want to force him in unless it's just absolutely have to. Yeah, you've already taken enough time with him. Why rush it now? You let him I, sit I out a year. Just let that thing kind of heal on its own. Other Cowboy news, Jordan Lewis, the rookie corner that they drafted in the third round of Michigan. There's another off-field cleared. concern. That oh. was No, it's oh, he's not. Cleared? cleared? Well, he had a court date today. I don't know. That's something. Yeah, but that was something that was known by every single team going into the draft. Everyone knew about it. The Cowboys did their homework. I had a, a buddy of mine, Kieran Stackley, who writes uh, in Stillwater for a newspaper, and he was talking to me out, back and forth this on Facebook. Uh, to me, it was not a, de- a big deal. The Cowboys knew about it. They did homework. They were aware. He was never going to be found guilty of this. It was just something that happened, much like Zeke's crap last offseason. The NFL still wants to try and cook up and suspend him. I don't think that's a big deal. Jordan Lewis cleared, and the Cowboys also signed Lyle Collins to a uh, two-year contract extension. That's a win. That's a that's a good thing. It's, it's an affordable deal. For him, seven yeah, to eight mil. Seven to eight mil, not, not overly expensive, and you're hoping he has a good year this year starting at right tackle for you. So that's really the Cowboys news that we've got. 
around the NFL. Wow, we were kind of lacking there. <laughs> yeah, well, there's Hopefully a lot. things can speed up. Man, it's that time of year. There's going to be plenty of Cowboy news every single week. Around the NFL, Kenneth, Kenneth Dixon, the KD. former La Tech running back, Conference USA player, second-year running back of the Baltimore Ravens. He's out for the year due to an injury. Dang. See, that's the one thing that really sucks is when training camp gets going to preseason, you just wake up every morning crossing your fingers. You're not, you don't get that report that comes in that one of your main guys has a serious freaking injury. There's just nothing worse than that. And you know it's bound to happen for two or three of your guys. And you're just like, when, when is it going to be and who is it going to be? Because a couple of you guys are going to go down. And that's the one sad, sad, sad fact about training camp. Do you know a player by the name of Brandon Linder? University of Miami. Was he a center or guard? Center. Center. Your cane just got paid. Yes, sir. He is now the highest paid center in the NFL. The Jacksonville Jaguars signed Brandon Linder to a five-year contract extension. What city is that? Jacksonville. You said Jacksonville. Jacksonville? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Should we change the name to Jacksonville? I, I like that better than Jacksonville, honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Jacksonville Jaguars, for those of you in Jacksonville. The New York Jeets against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It sounds like what a hell of a game. matchup. <laughs> he got paid. He's getting 24 mil guaranteed. And the Miami Dolphins, your Miami Dolphins, have signed cornerback Alternon Werner. Hey, oh. And they nickel, placed, man. We need a backup nickel. Yeah, yeah, not a bad Some competition. Player. And they placed Koamisi, who is always hurt, on injured reserve. What's that the deal with that? That is correct. He's had a, he had a neck injury last year, and then he was out, obviously, up until... Uh, I don't even know if he really participated much in mini camps and stuff, but I thought he was actually going to be ready. I think he was a little bit surprised that they threw him on IR, but I guess they just wanted to open up the roster spot for Werner that they just signed. And I think we have enough linebackers. I wasn't even honestly expecting to have Misi this year. We just got Timmons. We still have Alonzo. And uh, we we drafted McMillan out of Ohio State. And then we got Neville Hewitt, who's not a bad guy who can just sub in at any one of those. So, I mean, you, you obviously would love to have a healthy Koa Misi. Don't get me wrong. But he's just an average player. He's not phenomenal. Uh, so I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that they put him on IR today. But it is what it is, kind of. Speaking of linebackers, you know who visited the Texans today? Who? Zach Orr. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. UNT guy. And he's yep. got a little controversial comeback going on. He because does. he had like a back issue, spine issue. Spinal issue, That yeah. was going to keep him out. And doctors were saying, dude, we can't even believe you played this long, let alone you, you're not playing anymore. And the Ravens, you probably knew more about this than anybody because he was an all-pro for them. They're the team that signed him as an unrestricted free agent. They've come out and said, that's great and all, good luck, but we're not sure we, we want to bring you back. I don't know how healthy you are. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if I want to we'll take find the out. risk for him or for a team. But, yeah, he's he's trying to make a comeback. So, like Bab said, he's looking at Houston. That would stack that D up even more because because no, Orr is a stud. I mean, if he's healthy and he's playing, he's a hell of a player. So, whoever does get him, if he's healthy, rock on, baby. Yeah, for sure. And Michael Vick is working as a coaching intern with the Kansas City Chiefs. Ah, me and Michael Vick have something in common. Yes, so interns, interns. Interns for life. Listen, Mike, I know you're listening. Call me, man. I'll give you some tips. I'll give you some tips. I know how Andy likes his barbecue. Oh, yeah? And his donuts. Does he like the dry rub or does he like some sauce? Oh, no, he likes he likes it nice and wet. He likes the sauce? He gets it all over his face. Andy's a funny guy. Yeah! Anything else? Any that's about it. That, that's, that's the football we've got for you. I'm sure we will have... A cornucopious amount of football feasting. Yeah, well, it's officially now, here, ladies oh, it's and here, gentlemen. Baby. We, and got... we are football people, just so just so our listeners know. I mean, obviously, we haven't really had much football season since getting this thing rolling, but we are heading full steam into football season, and we are football people. No, we that is our priority. That's what we do. We will probably have ninety percent football content it's who from we are. here until 
the end of February. It's going to be so much footballs, you're not going to know what to do with yourself. Balls galore of foots and balls, baby. We're going to do previews of teams. Of Ball picks. control. I know you're not a pick guy. We got to give picks because it's fun. It's We'll talk. I mean, it's going to be an overload of just juiciness. We got the Hall of Fame coming up next week. First Cowboys game. Juicy footballs, mm, baby. So much deliciousness on the No Split Seats podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chia, follow producer Bam. Now it is time to introduce a new segment that my man Eric Chiafalo yeah. is going to hold down for us called Biggest L, Biggest Dub. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this one, Walchick. So you got your weird segment. I figured I need to do something. I need to I need to put an imprint on this thing, right? For sure. So Biggest L, Biggest Dub, this is what I'm going to do. Uh every week every episode i'm going to come with a someone who took the biggest l that week it could be in sports or, or not in sports it could just be in life you know what i'm saying people take l's all the time for instance a couple weeks ago but if we were doing this segment a couple weeks ago rob kardashian you my friend would have gotten the biggest l of the week would black china get the dub black china no i wouldn't give her the dub just because i can't stand it and i don't want to give someone an l and a dub from the same situation black china is not her real name is it no i don't know what it is but uh bab can we figure out what black china's real name is that's actually an uh, incredible question yes working on it all Thank right you. cool please yeah. stall for me a bit more no we'll yeah no. oh of course no whatever you get that research info. yeah exclusive black china. exclusive bring it in but that Shout is outs to Mike Fisher. Really good, really good question by you. I need to figure that out. Black China, what is your real name? Anyways, so biggest L, Rob would have probably got it a couple weeks ago. Last week, definitely Hugh Freeze would have got it. I mean, man, he really took it hard in every way possible. So he took it where? Uh, everywhere, as far as I'm concerned. So in the ball control. Hugh Freeze would have definitely gotten the L last week. So let's turn it to this week. The very first official i don't know if i want to call you a winner but mr dream on green you get the biggest l of the week you win the who yeah. thank you ace Draymond, you took to instagram to post uh, a picture of walchick's favorite human being in the world besides emmett smith walchick what's his name there's only one Conor mcgregor Conor McGregor. That's right, boys and girls. So Draymond posts a picture of McGregor. It looks like McGregor's walking through some tunnel, and he's wearing a Warriors jersey, a throwback Warriors jersey, like in the Monte Ellis days. Has anybody worn a jersey better than him? Um, like, he looks like he rocks a basketball jersey better than any human being I've ever seen wear any type of jersey in my life. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Nelly used to rock the backwards jerseys pretty tough. Oh, did he? Baseball and, and basketball Ooh, and football. I do like, like that. He did I do it like all. that. But the way so that I he's don't, just I like, he's got, he had it tucked grammar. in, and he's just totally jacked in yeah. the torso, leaning forward like, come at me, bro. No, he looks great. So Draymond Green posts this picture of Conor McGregor. McGregor's wearing a, a retro Warriors jersey, and it's number 23, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the same number as Draymond Green. Yep, that's probably why he clapped back. All right, so Draymond takes to Instagram, posts the picture, and he says... We rocking with Floyd, bro, not you. Dot, dot, dot. Take that off, bruh. He hit him with the bruh. He hit him with the bruh. And so, you know, at this point, Draymond, right in Draymond's in the running for W of the week. I mean, he just laid it down hard on old Connor. Well, not so fast. Connor swoops back in and comments on the photo. He says, that's CJ Watson, mate. I don't know who the F you are. No disrespect, though, kid. Keep hustling and stay in school. Just 
Beautiful. Winning. Exactly. And the reason being why he would wear a CJ Watson jersey. No, I'm getting to that. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't want to cramp you. You are, though. I'm Krampus. All right, so then he drops another He drops another comment. McGregor does. So he basically drops back-to-back -back on there. And then he says, Now ask yourself why I'm rocking CJ when I don't know or give an F about basketball. I dribble heads off the floor, not a ball. This is no game here, kid. So he just totally... And he dropped the kid on Yeah, him. he dropped the bruh and the kid. So Draymond is just in a sunken place at this point. And then, on top of that, we're all wondering, okay, C.J. Watson, why are, you, why are you wearing a C.J. Watson jersey? He's a backup point guard his whole career. He's probably playing in China somewhere, or I don't even know if he's still alive. Matter of fact, Bab, after you tell us what Black China's real name is, figure out what the hell C.J. Watson's doing. Yeah, and actually give us this information. We're still waiting on Marion Barber. Still. My gosh. All right, so while you do that research, we figured out why Conor McGregor was wearing the C.J. Watson jersey. It's because he is the man, C.J. Watson is the man who allegedly, allegedly. slept with the mother of Mayweather's, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather's children. And that was actually what stemmed the one of the first domestic violence charges against Floyd because he found out that C.J. Watson was banging his girl and he flipped out on the chick and, and you know, he did what he did. And... So McGregor just totally out here pimp slapping him. And McGregor could have got the dub of the week. Don't get me wrong. but I don't know I how think, he's not getting the dub of the week. Well, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But he's my dub of the week. Biggest L definitely has to go. And Floyd is going to get this one, too. It's almost like a coupled award between Floyd Mayweather and Draymond Green because they both just got popped. But, man, Draymond really got put on blast. And then it, it was the double whammy for him to be able to get Floyd and Draymond all at the same time. Just beautiful. He's, I mean, the knowledge obviously premeditated to go out there be aware i'm gonna rep this jersey to try and get under floyd's skin then you've got draymond green who just eats that up because he thinks it might be his jersey goes out of his way to reach out to connor and say haha sorry dude i'm repping floyd and connor just says i don't give a fuck. all right so that makes draymond green our very first <laughs> man you are one pathetic loser yeah our very first pathetic me yeah. Thank Love you. It. Love thank it. you, Lloyd Christmas, and thank you, Ace. You guys are great. Draymond, sorry, bro. I have one of your answers for you. All right, give it to me before I give the biggest dub. Black China's name is, real name is Angela Renee White. Wow, was not expecting that. So she went from white to black. Yeah. Wow, I never thought of it like that, but you're totally right. It's like the opposite of the Michael Jackson story. Totally. Here's her second one. C.J. Watson just recently retired. He played for the Magic last year. Holy oh, smokes. We're still in the league. He's been bouncing around that Good for CJ. him. Had a boy, C.J., holding it down. He was waived on July 10th, just a little over two weeks ago, and, and announced his now retirement shortly thereafter. Oh, he announces, he announces retirement. Yep. Well, wow, maybe he can go good. to the big three league. Yeah, that seems oh, no, like I take, I, take, I take that back. He's still, he's just a free agent, so he's looking for a deal. Okay. He's 33. Okay. Maybe he can go to Cleveland. Good old CJ, They need help man. now. We'll get to that later. Cool. CJ Watson. What a stud. All right, now it's time for the biggest dub. This is where I talk about someone in sports or in life who just, man, had a hell of a week. Just came out on top. Well, if we're, you know. Took home a W. I think maybe that should be me. No, you are you are an honorable mention. And oh, actually, I should you. say. Thank you. Okay, wait. <laughs> before we even. Hold up, hold up, hold right. up, hold up. 
You asked me to look up Marion Barber. Oh, God. Yeah, this is from last week. This dates back to last episode. This is what I'm telling you. When Bab just loses his mind sometimes and just forgets that he's producing a show, we asked him to find out what Marion Barber is doing. For Of course we did. And uh, now he's here to tell us. One week too so, late. Yeah, so I actually, I have the th- he, he just He just graduated from the University of Minnesota. Just now? Just in, in May. That's okay. the most recent Let's say, wow, a July graduation, that's weird, but no. awesome. Way no, to go, Mary. He, he, yeah, he graduated uh, from the University of Minnesota's College of Education and Human Development. Wow. Congratulations, uh, NBA. Marion, doing big things. Yeah. But <laughs> when you search Marion Barber today, <laughs> top article that shows up is report ex-NFL running back Marion Barber brought a loaded gun to church. Oh, no, Marion. <laughs> From September 2014. That's the oh, top result. Oh, we're talking gotcha. old news, okay. though. So he had a little rough patch. Yeah. And then Marion bounced back, graduated college, and now he's going to go help humans develop. Is that right? Yeah. That's wonderful. Into better humans. What a comeback story there. People helping people. All right, by the way, honorable mentions for the biggest L. Definitely have to go to Lucky Whitehead. We already talked about it. He I did. mean, he, he had a rough got, week last yeah, week. Yeah, really sad. Lost his job this week. Falsely accused of robbing a convenience store. It happens. It sucks. So he was an honorable mention. And you know who else was? And this is going to lead into my next story is Usher, Usher Raymond, Usher Baby. Yeah, that one. Let it burn. Yeah. I see it burning yeah. right now in your eyes. The song, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I love that song. Well, he was an honorable mention for the biggest L. Yeah. And that is because he gave someone. And this someone is going by the name right now of Jane Doe because she doesn't want her name out. But Jane Doe is our biggest winner. She is the biggest dub of the week. Can we call her White China? Sure. Because Usher gave her herpes. What? Yes. You know how winning. But hold on. What? No. Wrong. Wrong, Charlie. Charlie, that is false. For Charlie, Charlie, that would be winning. Yeah. For Charlie, he's like, well, it's not AIDS. Uh, eh, Cool. Let's try. Okay. So she's got the herp. Yeah, she, she, so Usher gave her the herpes. So that's why Usher was an honorable mention for the biggest L. But Oh, my God. You would you would ask yourself, why would she be the biggest dub if yeah, she just why got herpes? Is she, is she any money out of this? Okay, well, one, she got to sleep with Usher. So okay. I think that's just kind of a dub. Even if you end up getting herpes, at some level, you won. Is he on your cheat list? Um, you, Not anymore. You got with your girl? That not you, anymore. Okay, so that took him off, but that he was. Sure. Cool. Absolutely. So Jane Doe is our biggest dub because she she had a really tough week last week. And just like this bed music, it says you took an L, but you bounced back. She bounced back so well, she was supposed to only get $1 million initially. No one's going to know her name. She got herpes. She gets a mill. Okay. Uh, You know what? I think you still took the L there, Jane. Well, she bounces back this week with a $20 million lawsuit that is almost guaranteed to work because Usher's just in just totally freaking out right now. And so she flipped banging Usher into herpes and 20 million. And I got to say, that is quite the win, man. I mean, if someone gave me $20, dollars, I could, I could $20. $20 million. No, 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 well, the There's honorable no mentions. The but for honorable 20 mil, mentions. I'd take herpes, too. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah so no, I, I was going to ask that, because yeah, that's the yeah. obvious question I'll, at I'll this throw point. it out there, and Jill, if you're listening, baby girl, I'm sorry, but we're 20 mil richer. We can do a lot of that. I can pay off my family's debt. I don't have any more student loans. I can literally just do this. I already do it as a hobby. 
but I could do nothing else. Yeah, this would just this. be this would be your entire life. That would be amazing. And cow, you'd be a season ticket holder for the Cowboys. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Your life would be great, and you'd have herpes, but so be it. But, and and not to mention though, you got the herpes from Usher, so that that exactly. adds credibility. And now Dr. John Michaels did tell me straight up there is no cure. He did, but I don't care because Good. I'm 20 mil richer. That's right. So so is Jane Doe. She's our biggest dub. Again, she bounced back better than anybody really almost ever has. Like, I mean, we're talking like Michael Vitz bounce, Michael Vick bounced back. So uh, honorable mentions, Lael Collins, we already mentioned he got a new deal from the Cowboys. It's like 17 mil, 15 mil, whatever it is. He's played like nine games for him, parlayed that into a great deal. So uh, that's a dub for you, honorable mention. And Chauncey Billups, uh, you remember a couple weeks ago, he was in the running for that uh, GM job. He pulled himself out of the running for the Cavaliers because he foresaw the inevitable LeBron's probably going to leave. This is going to be a bleep show. Oh, now guess what we find out this week? Kyrie Irving demanding a trade. So Chauncey Billups, you're an honorable mention for biggest dub of the week. I like it. Winning. And I will throw out Connor again. Deserves a dub for what he did to Draymond and Floyd. That was just impeccable. Beautiful track shot. <laughs> And I couldn't agree more. So he's an honorable mention. And that's it. So the winner, White China. Oh, yeah, White or China. Or Jane Doe, whatever her name is. Jane Doe, she's the biggest dub. And then the honorable mentions are Connor. Chauncey. Chauncey. Lael. And myself. And you, yes. And Walter, because your birthday, training camp, big news, big time. Thank you. Biggest sell, remember, Draymond Green, honorable mention, Lucky Whitehead, and Usher Raymond. And Hugh Freeze, I think, should be a listed. Hugh Freeze, big he's L, probably going to be— I bad, think It was a bad week for Hugh. Hugh, you're probably going to hear Hugh Freeze as an honorable mention probably for the rest of the time I do this what a segment. Moron. What a moron. He's just going to deserve that because he, he took such Use a big L last week. university phone to call a prostitute. Don't do that. Yeah, in case you didn't know. You can take multiple L's for that. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. do that. That's a no. You wonder if he got herpes. That's a good question. Because if I find out he got herpes, he goes right to the top of the list even for this week. And getting herpes from a Detroit prostitute is much different than from than Usher. Usher. And for 20 mil. Yeah, he doesn't get 20 mil. He gets fired. Yeah, Hugh Freeze is going to make an appearance as an honorable mention probably every single week. Dear Lord. Love you, Hugh. All right, so that's the biggest L, biggest dub. First oh, official. Good, yeah. uh, we're still workshopping. Right. Hopefully we throw an, an intro together. I don't know. We'll do something fun. But Woo-wee. Was that cool? Did that get you going? Yeah, my juice is flowing. You, you had like a slight chub getting there, but it never fully, never really led into anything. Half pump, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, it's just a start. We still got it time. Was, it was the Connor stuff that had it full. As soon as you moved on to the other stuff, I just enjoyed listening. Yeah. Okay, good. But the Connor talk uh, always gets my juices red rocking. I know it does. I know it does. <laughs> it's Bleed Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk. Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. I think now is the point in the show where we take a break. And we come back to talk about something Eric mentioned towards the end of that segment. Kyrie Irving, he's requested a trade. We'll talk some NBA and the Cleveland Cavaliers situation. We'll get weird. And then we'll preview some awesome UFC 214 action that will come your way this weekend. So sit back, take a quick breather with us, grab some popcorn, get a Bev. Diamond Broker commercial coming your way. Check them out, Robert. Take them away. Hello, I'm Robert of the Diamond Broker. Over the past 30 years, many jewelry stores have come and gone, but we are still here. We are Dallas's original Diamond Broker, and our A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and a proven track record with thousands of satisfied customers sets us apart. The Diamond Broker has been the go-to source for loose diamonds, engagement rings, and special occasion jewelry. We were one of the first companies in DFW to offer diamonds directly from the cutters. 
With over $2 million in loose diamonds to choose from, the Diamond Broker is the most respected wholesale broker because we guarantee the color, clarity, and cut of every diamond sold. We offer good old-fashioned value and service, no gimmicks and no hassles. When shopping for an engagement ring, a pre-owned Rolex, or special occasion diamonds, visit the Diamond Broker. Ask around. Someone you know has done business with us. The Diamond Broker, Dallas original diamond broker at Preston and Forest in Dallas, or on the web at diamondbrokerdallas.com. This is The Sheet. It's me all revved up. My face is now red. My ears are just freaking boiling. He's so raw. He's so raw that Scott hates him. Yeah, he had 51 touchdowns. 4,900 total yards. I know y'all like that, but I got to run. And only in Alabama that could happen, I have to say. They're so good, man. They would win the Big Ten if they were in the Big Ten. You could be doing something vision-based in front of you and reach down and grab a handful of insane goodness. Give it to him. Kudos. I'm clapping like a golfer. Very good, Johnny. I'm proud of you. Wow. You guys agree on something again? I'm very impressed. Have you ever had a bad week? You know, just you walk outside, step in a puddle. Like, right when you walk outside, I mean, how does a puddle right outside the house? Are you, you stand on the curb and somebody drives by and splashes water up on you? Or it's just raining on you, not anyone else? I, I will tell you, before you go any further, I cannot hear Chad when he speaks. Good. Here, listen to the sheet, man. I don't, I don't really know what we're doing. Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m., right here on WBLZ Sports. Whether it be your industrial, commercial, or residential needs, Gen Service is the electrical contractor for you. The Gen Service team has the expertise, commitment, and educational years to help you solve all your electrical concerns. They have you in their best interest with helpful suggestions to accommodate your every want. Give them a call, no matter the size of the job, at 740-438-7173. Mention WBLZ Sports, and you'll get a discount. That's Gen Service, 740-438-7173. This is Nick Ficarelli, the mad scientist of sports. Join me and Dr. D. Derek Jones live every Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific, for the Mad Scientist Sports Lab. The big get the lift, the experiments on the chalkboard, and the guest subjects will be rolling in. Mad Scientist Sports Lab, only on WBLZ Sports, where we got balls. Doug Pepper painting a pressure washing. He has over painting experience. He's interior, exterior. Commercial or residential, Doug Peffer covers it all. Is your house looking ugh? We'll call on Doug. Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing, 404-966-3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and get a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Peffer painting and pressure washing, 404-966-3361. Check out Thursday Night Tailgate where NFL legends live on. We bring you five NFL legends every week, sharing their stories and insights, plus our spotlight on the positive. Hear which players are doing great things in their communities. Now on WBLZ Sports Talk Radio and WBLZSports.com. Nosebleed Seats Podcast, episode 25. Gosh, this gets the freaking blood pumping, man. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer, Bab, welcome back. Thank you, Robert at the Diamond Broker. Oh, my gosh. It's hard it's, to contain this chub without the pants oh, on here. Yeah, I know. It's, it's out, and it's fully towards people. Seriously, if you don't live in Dallas, go to their website, diamondbrokerdallas.com. Give them a call. The Diamond Broker will hook you up. Whatever you need, let them know your friends of the show, Nosebleed Seeds Podcast. Let them know, hey, Zach sent us 
they will treat you like family, like nobody else has. The Diamond Brokers got your back. NWBLZ Sports there, of course. Thank you very much for picking us up and uh, sharing our show on your airwaves so we can just try and entertain more people and welcome aboard yeah. the Nosebleed fam. We love you with all of our hearts. And make sure you hit us up on Twitter at Nosebleed Pod, all of our social media. You can just go to our website, nosebleedseatsradio.com. All of our social media info is there. Hit us up, comments, likes, subscribe on iTunes, wherever. We love you. Thank you for the support. And WBLZ especially, man. They, they, clearly, they got some incredible shows. They do some really good things over there. So definitely check out check out the website. Tell they, you what, some of those big ads, things. man. We're doing big things over here. Woo. WBLZ, got to love them. Loving it. All right, so so we got some basketball talk. We got huh? some people. I thought we were going to be dead air we for were some basketball deep for, in a, pigskin, for a little bro. I know. Look where we are. Sudden, find ourselves with basketballs in our face. God, I've got the left testy lifted out now. Yeah, you do. And all of a sudden, it's like ball control. We've got so basketball much. news. So what's popping, man? Well, what's I, finger popping? All of a sudden, the world was shaken. Uh-oh. I felt it, actually. I felt an earthquake. It was like two days ago, wasn't it? Two days ago. Apparently, Kyrie Irving, a week ago, went to Cavs management and said, hey, I want to trade. Gave them a list of four teams. I believe it's the Spurs, the Knicks, the Heat, and the T-Wolves that he would like to be traded to. He doesn't. I don't know if. Do I hear the Heat? The Heat are on that list, baby. The, the Heat is on. Yes, it is. The Heat is on. They're on that list. Wow, Kyrie. And to Kyrie South wants Beach. out of Cleveland, that man. Has a ring he to doesn't it. want to play with LeBron anymore. I'll tell you. Okay. Is this this has to be the very first time we've seen probably since the day LeBron was born that someone did not want to play. Someone did not want to be his teammate. Now I get not wanting to play against LeBron, but this has to be the very first time ever that he's ever dealt with this or we've ever seen anything like this with LeBron, that someone doesn't want to play with him. Didn't, what weren't we talking about on the show a couple weeks ago, how like when players, like like when we were speculating that Paul George might go to Cleveland and maybe he would re-up there because of LeBron and how everybody loves LeBron and playing with him and everything. Well, now we see just a few weeks later, Kyrie Irving is wanting out with the word being he doesn't really want to play with LeBron anymore, which it's hard for me to agree with. I mean, on one level, because it's like LeBron is like the best person to play with. Ever. How would you he not makes want everything to play with him? He's a facilitator first, on the court. On and that's the court. been his biggest knock his entire career is he'll give up a scoring opportunity for the better pass. If it's the better basketball player. So Kyrie, if you're open, you're getting the rock, brother. But see, for me, all this stuff came out that it, and it, it seemed like there was disdain Kyrie's way for LeBron. He didn't want to play with them, doesn't want to be teammates with them anymore. And Kyrie saying, I want to be the man somewhere. I want to be the go-to guy. I want to be the number one. Like he probably assumed he was going to be when he was the number one pick in Cleveland. And then LeBron just shows up and steals his thunder a few years later. Now, granted, they go win championships and all this stuff, but he's championship. He, or You're right. I should not make that championship. Plural. Good correction. Great correction. Thank you. That's why I love you. I know. LeBron James is a hell of a teammate on the court, but he also can be a little bit to deal with off and he gets the star treatment or the king treatment the 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 freaking divine treatment over there in cleveland and Kyrie may be looking at that like man that should be me or i should be getting some of this and and then the other thing is and this is where my mind sort of went besides as soon as i saw the report i'm obviously surprised because like whoa i've never seen someone say Blown they don't want to play with lebron yeah. this is ridiculous especially when you're you've already got a shoe into the nba finals again exactly regardless on the fact that you didn't really improve a ton this offseason you will be back in the finals. Exactly. You're pretty much guaranteeing yourself to the finals if you're still on the Cavs, and you're guaranteeing yourself pretty much not to the finals if you leave them. Unless you're going to the Warriors, get out of here. 
So, it, so obviously I was taken back a little bit and surprised, but then when you think about it and you're like, man, well, this might be a smart move by Kyrie because he's sort of looking ahead. He sees what LeBron always does. LeBron's always a year ahead. He's thinking about what he wants to do. Everybody pretty much knows now at this point, and we've been talking about it for weeks, but it's pretty much cats out of the bag now, people. LeBron is almost guaranteed not oh, coming back gone, to Cleveland. he's gone, man. There's he is no long way. Gone. So Kyrie's looking at that, and he's like, man, I need to get a year. I need to get ahead of this because I'm going to get left high and dry next year. And I'm going to be left with the poo. And LeBron always does this. LeBron, LeBron's never cared about Dwayne Wade, a.k.a. best friend. He'll up and leave him if he has to. Doesn't matter. He'll leave his hometown if he has to. He will leave whatever. So Kyrie's saying, I know he's going to leave me. I'm no different. I want to jump out in front of that. I need to get in front of this and figure out, okay, listen, where do I want to go? And so I don't blame him for that one bit. So I think the reports of him being wanting to be the guy, and I'm not going to say that's not true, but you look at the teams besides the Knicks and the Heat, when you look at the Timberwolves and you look at the Spurs, he ain't going to be the guy at, at the Timberwolves and he ain't going to be the guy on the Spurs. Well, so if those are his teams, the, the one thing that with the T-Wolves is him and Jimmy Butler apparently are very good friends. They're homeboys. They're yes. business uh, partners as well. But, you, but you're not the and, guy well, there if Jimmy you're Kyrie. Butler was going to Cleveland is what I have heard now with this news coming out. I read a report. Apparently, the Butler to Cleveland trade was, was down. It was very close to happening. And Kyrie told Jimmy Butler, hey, dude, do not come here. I'm probably trying to get out. I don't think LeBron's staying either. Whatever he said, I don't know. I wasn't a fly on the wall for that discussion, unfortunately. But in no uncertain terms, it was pretty much like, shit's hitting the fan here. Don't come and be a part of this. Go wherever else you can, and maybe I'll try and come join you. And they he might have full. they might have that opportunity now in Minnesota. That would be a scary proposition. I like that move. Kyrie, Jimmy Butler, along with the youth movement that they've got with the T-Wolves. It's just so tough for, one, he puts this list out like he's got a no-trade clause and he has to sign off on anywhere he goes, which he doesn't. They can trade him to Charlotte. They can trade him to wherever they want to trade him if they so if they find that's the best deal. So he puts this list out of teams when it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, he's not. He's, they're not going to trade him to an Eastern Conference team. They're not going to trade him to the Knicks. They're not going to trade him to the Heat. They're just not. I, I'm a Heat fan. I would love him to be there, but it's just not going to happen. Now, I could see him then maybe trade him to the West. What but if, if the Heat offer the best deal, though? They might be able to out of those teams. Um, Unless the Knicks are going to give up Chris Stops or San Antonio is going to give up, I guess, maybe LaMarcus Aldridge would or, probably be it. And then, then you look at the Timberwolves. What are they giving up? Is it You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's the question. The Cavs aren't just going to want nothing in return. You're going to have to give up something. So if you're the Timberwolves, that means you're giving up an Andrew Wiggins or something like that because you're not giving up Towns and you just signed Butler, so I don't see you giving up him. Mm -hmm. So and then, and then you ask yourself, is it worth it? Do I want to trade my young up-and-comer Wiggins for Irving? And the Heat could give up Whiteside and Drogic. Who's oft injured? Yes, the Heat could give up Whiteside and Drogic, sure. And then you're and then you're the Heat and you're thinking, well, geez, I just gave up my basically my two best but players. But if Kyrie wants to be the guy, now you've got him there. You've got a guy that maybe others want to come play with. And like you've talked about, Pat Riley is one of the best salesmen on the planet. Godfather. He can put, and everyone has talked about, you're right. And I know you're a fan, so when you first say this stuff, just like I'm sure you take what I say as a Cowboy homer, I'm like, okay, he's, he's exaggerating a little bit. But everybody does talk about how great the salesmanship is not only from Riley, but Spolstra. Whenever they go to visit on these free agent meetings, just because Kevin Durant and Gordon Haywood didn't sign, they all raved about how great the visit was. Miami does a great job of putting these packages and selling it. You get Kyrie there, people might want to come join. Dude, keep dirty talking to me, man. People you're, might want to come join. That's all here, I'm saying. You out here praising my team like heat, that. No, but seriously. I don't know if I've ever chubbed As a Heat fan, I think that that would be a big win. And for the Cavs, I think that might be the best deal that you can get. 
So out of those four teams, I think Miami and Cleveland coming to terms on a deal might be the most realistic option. Well, from, from the standpoint that you're looking at it, I can see it, but it's also just, I don't think they want to trade him to an Eastern Conference team. The Heat and the Cavs already have kind of a, a bad blood situation. So doing business between the Heat and Cavs is something that would be a little bit weird, almost like an in-division thing. They're not in the same division, but they are in the same conference, and there's a history there that I don't see them really working well together. Have they met in the similar, playoffs? Similar to the Heat and the Celtics. It's just not really going to happen. Okay. Have they met in the playoffs? No, there's never or really been a playoff thing. Or is this bad blood just thing, because of the LeBron? I think that's that has most to do with it. But it might I mean, not be a much front everything. office thing. Well, no, I mean a Dan you Gilbert think it thing. Is? A, I think so. I think so. So I, I, I can't imagine Kyrie going there. But my point is, is listen, if you want to be the man, you're not going to be the man in San Antonio because they got Kawhi. You're not going to be the man in Minnesota. So I just think that report is almost a little bit erroneous. I think from my perspective, the main thing and the main reason why he wants out of there is because he can foresee this is about to be the dumpster fire like it used to be. This Cleveland Cavaliers team and is going to be garbage no as soon as LeBron that. just up and leaves. So who's your second best player now, mm -hmm. Kyrie? Yeah. I mean, give me a break. An $80 million Tristan Thompson? Ugh, get me out. So I totally get it. And now he had no leverage, but he's, he's almost... He's just created leverage just by saying this. And now the report's out, and now they now they know there's some disdain between Kyrie and LeBron. How can you move forward with him? So it's almost like, wow, what are you going to do? Because you don't, you're the Cavs. You don't have to trade him. But at the same time, he's almost forced your hand because now there's just a there's a schism. And you never the want to schism. The buzz is hit you up and holla at you. I think we've got some audio, though. Yes, we do. Uh, someone... About this whole whole thing. So, some NBA insider streaming A. Yeah, Screaming A. Smith. Screaming A. Smith has well, he, uh, some thoughts. He's reporting on some things, and this is Kyrie Lebr LeBron related. Again, we're talking about reports. Kyrie and LeBron not really fans of each other at this moment, almost to the point of potentially someone getting their ass kicked, Stephen A. Oh, fighting. Fact, I had sources in LeBron James camp literally tell me, and I'm quoting, I'm quoting Charles, if Kyrie was, uh, if Kyrie Irving was in front of LeBron James right now, LeBron James would be tempted, quote, to beat his ass, end quote. Mm. <laughs> Stephen A bringing it hard. Gosh, beat I love him. his ass, end quote. Well, I'm sure LeBron can't be too happy. I mean, it is a little bit of a betrayal, but at the same time with the points that you're making, I think it's completely logical. And how could LeBron really fault a dude for trying to look ahead and make sure that his future is going to be in the best possible position for him because you know that that's what LeBron's done his entire career. That's what he's, he's done. He's taking a page out of the LeBron James book. Exactly. LeBron set the president uh, the precedent, and it's worked in his favor just about every year up until last year, actually, because that's when Kevin Durant was was able to make his move to Golden State, and that is what ultimately dethroned the Cavs and LeBron. And now his own teammate is exercising this thing. That again, you're right. LeBron did create this back in 2010. So it is a little bit his fault, and he's going to do it again. He's going to do it again next year. As soon as next year's up, he's looking around. We're he's talking going to about, the Lakers. He's going to the Lakers. LeBron or, James will be a Los Angeles Laker. Book it, people. Or or a member of the Miami Heat. Who knows? He will be a Laker. 50-50. He will be a Laker. Either way, he's definitely not going to be the Cavaliers. Yeah, he's so not going to be LeBron Cleveland. getting butthurt about someone wanting to do what's best for them is a little bit laughable to me. And I've seen some reports from TMZ and other outlets. LeBron's already commented on that. And he's that's true. We, he's did, we not, do need to speak his side because LeBron yes, did LeBron tweet, has come out and said that's not true. Said it's erroneous. It's it's not true. He does not want to fight Kyrie. Said it's horse crap. I think it's more and, it, and it's totally I agree with you 100 percent. We are simpatico. I don't think there's a lot of issues between Kyrie and LeBron. 
I think they understand each other. I'm sure they've had heated arguments, as anybody does when you're a teammate in the heat of battle on the field. You have disagreements. I don't think this is like a Kobe and Shaq situation where the two just completely hate each other and can't get along. I think it's all about Kyrie's looking ahead, and he can see the future just like you've pointed out beautifully and painted the picture for our listeners. Cleveland's going to suck this time next year. Oh, and yeah. Kyrie does not want to stick around for that suck fest. No, not at all. So I don't blame him for wanting to get out of there. There's, I mean, I don't want to downplay it between him and LeBron because there must be something there because if everything was, you know, if this was a Jalen Smith unicorn and, and rainbow situation, then I'm sure Kyrie wouldn't be so quick to want to leave. That, But that's actually because it's not so quick. I said quick, but the timing of this is a little bit weird, isn't it? I mean, I get the whole thing. I get him wanting to be gone. I get him wanting to get ahead of the curve before Cleveland sucks and LeBron gets out of there. But why why wouldn't he say it in, earlier in the offseason as opposed to now? It, I don't it's know. much harder Who to knows be moved really now. when he did say it. And I've the heard, reports just came out. I heard it was a no, week that's ago. That's fair. That's fair. But I don't we don't know. He might have he might have kind of said some stuff to the front office, but then again, they were also going through a general manager change. No, I get it, but they were also they were also had reports where during the draft, Kyrie was an option to be traded, if yeah. you remember. Mm-hmm. Over I'm pretty sure to like Phoenix or something. Mm-hmm. Does Cleveland seem like the most unstable superpower in sports, at least in recent years? Oh yeah, memory? but they're only a superpower because of one guy. Well, because they, yeah, fi- exactly. they, they they fire, they become the first team in first place in their conference to fire their head coach. Blatt. Yeah, yep. David Blatt. And now they're the first defending conference champion to fire their GM. Technically not fired, just, just not. Didn't just resign. Not, but yeah, didn't I get resign. what you're saying. But yeah, but they, they three times, back to back to back, Western yeah. Conference champions. No, it's a total bleep show there. And Kyrie's, again, he wants to get out of there. And I do not blame him for a second. I just think the timing's a little bit weird. But Walter gets a good point. Maybe he did say something back then and they just didn't leak it. And now it's getting leaked. But if, if that's not the case, I'm just wondering what made you, were you fine a couple weeks after the season? And then it's been marinating. And as the summer's gone on, you've realized this. Or I, I don't know. But I, I, at the end of the day, I cannot blame Kyrie for wanting to get out of there because we all see what's coming on next year, and that's Kyrie left by himself, and he's, he's not having that. So I don't blame him, and it's kind of – I almost really respect him for it because that's the Me first too. person to really step up and be like, no, LeBron, I'm not doing it your way, bro. You've done it your way your whole time, and I get it. It's worked out for you. Now it's my time, so don't get butthurt. I got nothing but love for Kyrie in this decision. I will say it's – I agree. It's interesting, especially since you know you play one more year – you're going to go back to the finals, and who knows what can happen for you. That series was a lot closer than people made it seem to be. But then again, your contract's not up like LeBron's is. You're not guaranteed to be free like LeBron James will be. So he's trying to get one step ahead of it. I agree completely. The Cavs did sign Derrick Rose, former league MVP, <laughs> over the weekend. That's their big signing this offseason, baby. They brought in Derrick Rose. Maybe the future Kyrie Irving replacement. <laughs> And the Suns, the Phoenix Suns, their point guard, Brandon Knight. <laughs> oh, God. What, did you say Derrick Rose? Yeah, Derrick Rose. Yeah, yeah. He used to be good. Beat his ass. Not oh so much God. now. Yep. That's prices, Walchick. And Brandon Knight tore his ACL for the Phoenix Suns. He will miss the entire 2017-2018 season. So that's your uh, latest and greatest in the National Basketball Association. No Split Seats podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bam. Now that we have talked NBA, I think it's time we take a breather from the sports and get a little weird. Yeah. Let's just get vaped out right now. I'm looking to get weird. That's weird, man. That's really good.
get weird with Walt Chuck, baby. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Yeah, baby. Let's get weird. Episode 25 edition. I've got two stories for you. One with audio. Both pretty crazy freaking stories. So oh, snakes. We've all been to an ATM machine, right? Almost every day. Of course, you got to go to ATMs. My biggest pet peeve is when I drive on in, I'm, I'm ready, I'm excited, I'm going to deposit, I'm going to pull something out. Oh, really? And all of a sudden, there's a guy working on this ATM machine. No. Or a woman. You never pulled in? No, I always pull out. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> Smart move. I've also been uh, working on that technique. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He but gets me. There's a guy working on the ATM machine, whether he's replacing the bills, pulling out the checks. I don't know what it is, but it's close. And I'm not going to sit there and wait for this dude to finish. So what do I do? I angrily just drive off to another ATM nearby. Why wouldn't you just let him finish, man? That's so it rude. It takes a while. I have waited, and those oh, yeah. dudes take their freaking sweet time. I don't have 30 minutes to sit there and wait, Eric. Sometimes you just got to put the work in, man. No, I put the work in. I'm not waiting on an ATM guy to finish replacing whatever the hell he's doing Sounds like with a this ATM machine. Classic blue ball situation. All right, keep going. But maybe for this one ATM workman, he needed me to stay and wait. Mm. Because he trapped himself inside the ATM. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. All right. I'm so glad you stayed to watch this. Holy ball sack. How did this even happen? Well, let's let Lieutenant uh, Chris Hooper who talked about this on NBC News, uh, really give us a little briefing on this case. We have a once-in-a-lifetime situation that you'll probably never see or hear about again. It began as routine maintenance work at a bank that's being remodeled. A man was sent there to replace a lock inside the ATM room. So he leaves his phone in his truck. Let's listen to that tiny detail again. So he leaves his phone in his truck. It's a decision that would come back to haunt that unfortunate worker. And he gets locked inside the building, inside the little area where the ATM machine is. The guy can't get out. He can't even call for help because remember. He can't call anybody because his phone is in his truck. The entire time he's locked in the room, people are still coming by to use the ATM. <laughs> Banking on hope, he tries to get their attention any way he can. He's slipping notes through the ATM through the receipt where you would get your receipt. The notes say, please help. I'm stuck in here and I don't have a phone. Please call my boss. He can't call because his phone is in his truck. People thought it was a joke, but somebody finally called police and when they get there. And sure enough, we can hear a little voice coming from the machine. So we're all thinking this is a joke. It's got to be a joke. The police are quickly convinced this guy needs help. They kicked in the door and withdrew him from the ATM room. So everybody's okay, but you'll never see this again in your life that somebody's stuck in the ATM machine. It was just crazy. Thank you to uh, Officer Richard Olden. I can't believe that's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Really you were is. there to see it. I dude, saw in person, it. Oh, alive. Man, I can't, why I, did you save the guy, you jerk? You know what? I wanted to see how it played out, and I'd never been to Corpus Christi before, so it just allowed me a few more hours to enjoy city. The term cash me outside has how about never that? meant so much to that guy. How about that? Yeah, man. This dude locked himself in the ATM. That's got to be terrifying. Right, how so I tiny. Guess... I wonder how big that room was. Yeah, I do wonder. I, I have no idea. That's what I was asking. Is the guy a midget? They're like, is he a dwarf? Dude, that's from not the per small politically guy. correct way to say that. Oh, uh, uh, what, undersized? A, a little person, I think. Oh, okay. I thought it was undersized. Come on, you freaking jerk. I thought it was just not the prototype. <laughs> undersized, undersized, yeah. From what I know... Because you the, go into a lot of ATMs. I do, all the time. 
Uh, this was this one that wasn't like a standalone ATM because when I first heard the story, it's like this is a standalone ATM. And this dude's like wedged in there, but no, it's this attached, is a group. It's, atta- group <laughs> it's of attached. It's attached to a bank, like. It's in the wall okay. of a bank. So it's one of so those wa- walk-up to. So yeah. you don't drive through it. Yeah, so they have a separate room where all the electronics are. Okay, yeah, I'm glad. Not, it's attached that's to good, the ATM. That's good clarification. I'm glad Bab is, is explaining the details, even though he wasn't there instead of Walchuk. Yeah. And, and Walchuk was there. I was not That's probably there. why it didn't work out, because you pulled you pulled in. I was, and you, it was supposed to be a I was checking out the wrong ATM. You're in your car pulling oh, in. jeez. You're supposed to just walk up. Well, as soon as the cops came, I got spooked, so I didn't get to see how it ended up. Yeah, I always run with the cops. Yeah, they, they freak me out. They, yeah. It's so an, it's, it's a walk-up ATM. The guy's stuck in there, and he's just passing notes through the slit where you get your receipts. Like, help me, help me, and no one's listening to the guy. They think it's a prank or a joke just laughing walking off but realistically he's schwitzing his balls off inside this atm with no food no water and he might die well the lesson learned here is never leave your phone in your truck never leave your phone in your truck hazards happen bring it with you always next story i've got here on uh, i'm serious let's get weird with wolchuk police say two men have been arrested after they tried to buy drugs from an officer at a connecticut police station being arrested Beaver. Wait, at a police station? They, yes, they tried bean. to buy drugs from a police officer was at a undercover, police station. Was he an undercover cop? No. <laughs> so they were high already. No. Two sober dudes walk into a police station to buy some pot. Idiot. Classic mix-up. Hartford police say an officer had finished his shift and was walking to his vehicle Sunday when two men approached and asked if he would sell them Cocaine. Whoa, so it wasn't even some dank. It was some some snow. It was hard. It was some Johnny football. It was cocaine. The two men said they needed to find an ATM, so these stories link. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, they had to get the cash out. They needed to get the cash. For the 20s, well, you got to have a 20. Oh, you got to have a 20 to roll one up. You can have coke and no 20. No, no, no. I like to use Humbies, though. Hundies? Hundies. Some Benjis? Oh, yeah. So the officer directed them to a machine inside the lobby of the police department. Police said that while the man went inside to get $60 for drugs, the officer called for help and the men were arrested. Help. Hartford police did not release their names. The $60 was taken as evidence. Oh, yeah. A department spokesman posted the police report on Twitter on Monday saying, and this happened. Gotta be the most idiotic, moronic way to get yourself arrested. Dude, that's really bad. Even though, is that worse? Okay, it has to be worse because these guys are these guys are evidently sober. They are not intoxicated in any way. I don't know. It didn't specify whether they were high or they weren't high. All I would I maybe think it's they safe to assume stupid. they were still probably high. Just dumb. Maybe they were on the come down and they needed to go get some more. I mean, why in the world would you walk up to a in uniform police officer outside a police station as he's getting off his shift and say, hey? Can I buy some cocaine off of you? See, it just doesn't make any sense. That's why I feel like they had to be stoned or, or just high on something because that would make a little bit more sense. Because have you ever heard the story of the guys that were uh, they were driving through some state? They had a bunch of dank on them. Hale and Kumar? No, 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 no. These were, these were two real humans. Okay. Not movie guys. Gotcha. But good guess, though. These two guys are driving through whatever state. They got a bunch of weed in the, in the trunk, and they've been smoking, so they're high. And then they get so paranoid in the car driving they think that the cops are after them. So they pull off at a gas station and call the police and say, hey, you know, joke's over. Oh, my god! I gosh. know you're killing us. Just come get us. This is where we are. And they rat themselves out just out doing of that paranoia. out of sheer paranoia. Oh, no. They got bit by the noid. 
right on the balls. Uh, this and is so they worse, ratted though. themselves out. So, but yeah, I know. But these guys are at least can worse. blame it. Like, dude, I was just dumb high. Yeah. No, I think this stupid, is worse. But you are consciously walking face to face, person to person, to an officer in uniform as he leaves a police station. Some of the dumbest and things asking ever. him to buy cocaine. What are you doing hanging around a police station? Anyways? And what's great is the officer escorts them into the police station where the ATM is inside. Yeah. So they're walking willingly. He's into this. this police station so they can draw out exactly sixty dollars like they've planned out. They planned this out. Okay, sixty bucks for however much cocaine names. they're getting. I've got. Oh, names. here we go. Bab's got it. Exclusive news. Yeah. Noah Yankowski and Zachary Piarell. Piarell. Pirelli? Pirelli skirt? P-I-L-L-A-R-E-L-L-A. -L -L -A. I'm not good with uh, letters. Pirelli. His first name is a disgrace to all great Zachary's out They're there. They're 21. Disgusted. 21. They had to just be, and they were not sober. There's no way. I hope for their sakes that they weren't, because if they were, they're, they're two of the biggest idiots. They deserve the uh, biggest L of, of life award. They could get that big L. They are the, they they, could not get even that. just this week. They deserve it for the whole and heck, life. That cop might have gotten the dub because it's probably okay, the easiest quota he's ever gotten in his their life. Their shots, they don't look exactly. No, they totally are not sober. In it. <laughs> Mug no, shots. They okay, are good news. They're not sober. They are fooked. Okay, so that's actually good news here. The guys were obviously clearly intoxicated with something. Yeah. So they're not. He oh. is fucked. Both yeah, of them. they both, both were they absolutely fooked. They look like the officer let him snort the cocaine the before he took him in. The one guy barely open his eyes. The other dude just looks dazed and confused. Yeah. And it looks brutal. Not in a good way either. So there's weird for uh, episode 25. By the way, I know we mentioned the biggest L just there for a second. I'm thinking maybe like each month or something, we can rack up all the winners of the biggest L and, and the biggest dub. Okay. And we can just vote on who had the, the biggest L for that month. Yeah, or keep the track biggest, of that. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely. look at that. Yeah. We can do that. That yeah, sounds definitely. like a good idea. Definitely keep track we'll of that. We'll have a uh, L and dub of the month champion. Yeah, absolutely. Champion? Cool. According yeah. to uh, Deputy Chief, sorry, I've, I've yeah, yeah, you're fallen balls now. deep into this story now. According to Deputy Chief Brian Foley, uh, said, "Quote: While well, given their inexperience, they are likely not addicts. Likely, so they're likely not. I addicts. guess they're not. But they're rookies, it's desperation, man. though. It just reeks of desperation. So, how desperate is a true addict? I feel like when you are a true addict, you're at your most desperate point. You probably would go out and say, you know what? Screw it. I need some drugs. Pass me. Let me drugs. go ask this cop. Let me ask this cop. Outside the cop station. We know the police stations have full-on evidence rooms with all kinds of money. They've got their $60 now, along with a bunch of drugs. The party room. So Walter White, that thing, break on in there, grab the drugs, and run. See, that would have been, been my move. Oh, you would have stolen the drugs? I would have broke in and stolen it and gotten out of there. Is that a confession? I would not have gone up to the cop and just asked him for it. You would have just, and you probably would have worn a, a, a costume, right? Yes, of course. You know, there was another story that I, I didn't want to use because I'm not trying to get very political, but some people robbed a bank in Trump masks. All right, stop getting so political. <laughs> stop it. Would you have worn a Trump mask when you robbed this room? Yes. Yeah, you would have done that? I would have worn two of them. Why? Because. Is your head that big? For effects. For effects? No, in case I got caught and they pulled the first one. And oh, you've got the other one going. Back yeah. up. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, look, this is I really like that, dude. You are like Kyrie Irving planning one step ahead, my friend. It's what I do, man. That's why I'm here. 1 800 not here. That's why they brought me here. I know. That's why you're here. Living in the party room, baby. By the way, I don't think in we're going to be calling space. the hotline anymore. No, I don't think we should call the hotline anymore. The 1 800. End quote. End yeah. quote. 
Good. Couldn't have said it better, Stephen A. That's a wrap for episode uh, 25. Let's get weird edition. Okay. Whoa, you scared me. I thought we just ended yeah, the show. Yeah, like, right wait a minute. There. Oh, no, 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 no. That's over. a wrap for episode 25. <laughs> we said, whoa, 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 pump the brakes Let's there. get weird edition. Thank God yeah, you no. finished the sentence with just that. Just ending weird. Because we got more stuff to do. We got a little bit more stuff to do. We got, actually, right? I'm pretty excited about this. I know you are. We got some fights happening. Yeah, yeah. No Sweet Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchick, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. What's we, my last name? Eric Chiafalo. Thank you. We have a badass UFC card this weekend. And I'm actually more amped for this than I am the McGregor one. Okay. John Jones is my favorite. Is John he? Jones is fighting you this love weekend. JJ. I love John Jones. John and Bones. I haven't gotten to see him fight in a while because he's been suspended. You and everyone else because the dude's an idiot. He's been messing with that Johnny football. <laughs> he's been messing with Johnny football. He's been running away from cops and women hitting runs out the wazoo. He's been taking steroids or whatever it is. He got dinged for a, a supplement that got him suspended for a year by USADA. But now he's back, he's cleared, and we are now just days away from UFC 214. It is John Jones and Daniel Cormier 2, Cormier versus Jones 2 for the light heavyweight title. DC, Daniel Cormier has just run this division since John Jones. But John Jones whooped his ass last time they fought. John Jones did beat DC by unanimous decision in their first fight. It was a good fight. And in this second one, I'll tell you what, athletically. Of course, John Jones is the bigger, more athletic fighter. The dude, Sexier. if he had not been suspended and missed now the last probably three years of his prime, he would be hands down the best fighter of all time. He's still got a resume that could have him in that discussion. And there's been a lot of rumors that whenever he's back and he's healthy and he's finally back to the John Bones Jones we know and love, he might move up to heavyweight. So if he's able to win this fight against DC in the rematch, reclaim the light heavyweight, move on up to heavyweight, take that belt, my God, who's to say he's not the GOAT? I'm already saying he is. He's my guy. He's my man. I'm going to go to bed with him every night, and I'm going to kiss him on the forehead, and I'm going to tell him that. Now, if Daniel Cormier can pull off the upset here, because John Jones will be favored, and DC has looked phenomenal in his absence. Not going to happen. It might not happen, but it might, because it's a fight, and you never know. No, except for I do. You don't. I can stop it. Yes, you know I can see the future. I know you can. Thank you. But I don't want you to spoil things. I know. I'm sorry. It's still going to be a good fight. No, it's going to be, be a great fight. He's going he's gonna to string it out, but Jones wins. But what makes this fight so awesome is because these two hate each other, I think, more than any two fighters I've seen meeting inside an octagon. Like, we hear the, the Mayweather and McGregor, them going back and but forth with it. But that's a show. It. They're but just selling I know, this. That seems more showy. This the, the, when, when John Jones and Cormier get in their press conferences or do any sort of media things where they're there talking, oh, my gosh, you can feel how much they truly, truly cannot stand each other oh. and it has produced some of the most wonderful audio ever and bad actually blood. the yeah so much bad blood bad blood and the and, yeah, shout out to t-swift <laughs> we played a little t-swift tonight even though you're feeling 22 Walchick, you don't look like it hey come on man don't be that way motherfucker you look dirty just so you know sorry Anyways, some of the best John Jones and Cormier audio we've ever had was when they were off air. That's but- how you know it's bad because they're not putting it on now for the cameras. Cameras are are not rolling. Yep. Well, except they really were rolling. But there was but a commercial this wasn't break. going out to the public. They think they're in the private eye here. It's a commercial break, and you can hear just how two the two of these guys disdain one another. Okay. Hey, pussy, are you still there? <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. Okay. You are just the fakest person. I actually admire that you can actually be this fake 
and like when the TV comes on, how you can just change. It's like you're a chameleon. Hey, listen, it's I'm, awesome. I'm a professional. The it is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The fact that you're a pussy hasn't changed. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how fake you can really be. Like you are just such a fucking pussy. My God, it is amazing. It is amazing. But you know what? Hats off to you. You got a great PR person because they, they do a great job with training you because you are just terrible. You're the fucking scum of the earth. You are a terrible human being, but you can sure turn it on, huh? Thank you. God, Thank you. I wish they would let me next door so I can spit in your fucking face. You know I would absolutely kill you if you ever did something like that, You right? could never, You could never kill me. Oh, I, I bet you I could. Then you should try, John. You really should try, John. No, I would literally kill you if you yeah, spit in my face. Yeah, let's try that, John. Literally kill you. Let's try that, John. I'm, I'm, not, telling, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I would fight you. I said I would kill you if John, you did some stupid so, so, John, do you think I'm just going to sit there and let you kill me, John? <laughs> John, it's a great rebuttal, by but the John, way. John, you actually think I'm going to sit there and let you kill me, John? Let you beat my ass, John. These two have gone at it. They actually had a fight at a press conference together. Uh, Daniel Cormier put his hand on John Jones' neck. Jones immediately went swinging. The two's posses, I mean, the freaking stadium collapsed. The Don't stage say posse. collapsed. Don't say posse. Why? What's wrong with posse? It's a bad word. Phil Jackson taught us that. Keep moving. Just okay, keep moving. well, they're, the Didn't crews, happen. Didn't the happen. Two, the two crews were banging each other's balls. Whoa. <laughs> I like it. Ball like, control. Like ball control, baby. Better. They were they were doing all kinds of dirty okay, stuff so up in that Okay, so we got two crews. Balls are banging. Balls what are happens banging. next? Balls are banging. Oh, man. They got separated there eventually. There's no ball control. But now there's going to be total... Nothing can separate these two. I'm just hoping, man, because UFC 200, this is like the fourth time we've had Jones-Cormier scheduled. And UFC 200, we got there. It was almost the day or two before the event, and John Jones gets busted on his drug test. So the fight got scrapped. Snorting that Johnny And Manziel. Daniel Cormier had to fight Anderson Silva. So now we are just a few days away. Please, Lord, let nothing happen, and the two of these men will walk into the octagon and lock horns once and for all at UFC 214 on Saturday night. And all I am crossing my fingers for, and I, I told you guys, you know I can see the future, whatever, whatever. I'm not going to give it away, but let's just hope Cormier decides to spit on Jones, right? Ooh, Isn't that what we're hoping because for? Because then we're going to have a first-ever death in the ring. Is that what you're hoping for? Is that the, Would it be the first-ever? Well, John, you think you can? No, yeah, it would be. Well, because he would, no, he would, would fight not be. back, it would though, not be. Actually. he's not just going to let him. In the UFC, it might be. It would not be the first death we've ever seen well, okay, in an MMA minimum, combat Okay, minimum we see Cormier poop his pants, and that's enough for Minim, me. Yeah, m minimum face feces everywhere. No, but that definitely wouldn't be the first time, though. No, no, no. We've seen poop in the ring before, in the octagon. The rest of this card is also dope. The co-main event is Tyron, the chosen one, Woodley, against Damian Maya for the welterweight title fight. Tyron Woodley's coming off two. Well, the first fight was great against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. The rematch, not so much. Damian Maya has been on a tear. He's one of the best submission BJJ artists on the planet Earth. He is a monkey. If he gets the back of you, you are done. Tyron Woodley, though, great knockout power. That's an interesting clash of styles. Chris Cyborg, Chris Cyborg, who is the best female fighter on planet Earth. This chick is freaking scary, dude. If you've never seen her fight, you're going to love her. Even She's, better than Yoani Yonjacek or whatever? I love Yoani Yonjacek, but, mm, uh, yeah, in terms of just pure skill and dominance, and the sad thing is— Yeah, tell me about the dominance. There's been, a, there's been a lot of issues with Chris Cyborg coming to fight in the UFC because I don't know if it's contract disputes. It's also weight class. She's 145, mm. and the weight class for the UFC, that's just kind of now finally coming to be, but she will dominate that class whenever it is finally here. 
and official. She's going up against Tanya Evinger, who is an Invicta fighter. Not a lot of UFC fans know about her. It's her debut. Also on that main card, we've got Robbie Lawler and Donald Cerrone, the former welterweight world champion. Ruthless Robbie Lawler against Cowboy. Cowboy's always a fun fighter to watch, man. Those two are going to brawl. That's a fight that was supposed to happen at UFC 213. Donald Cerrone had to pull out of that one due to a blood infection. He's healthy. He's ready to rock. We've got it now on this card. And the final fight on the main card is another light heavyweight brawl with Jimmy Manawa, who's the number three contender, probably the next in line to fight the winner of Jones Cormier for the title after that fight Jones. against Vulcan Ozdemir from Switzerland. Unless the Swissman can pull out the upset. So an awesome stacked card for UFC 214. Probably the best they've had maybe this year up to this point, besides 211 in Dallas, but I'm excited as all heck to watch that one. And then over the weekend, UFC Fight Night in Long Island, Chris Weidman, who had been on a terrible slide. He was on a losing streak, the former middleweight uh, champion of the world, defeated Kelvin Gassman, Gass, blah, 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 defeated Kelvin Gastelum via submission arm triangle choke in the third round. Darren Elkins defeated Dennis Vermunez in what was an absolute tremendous fight to watch in the co-main event. Those two went at it via split decision. Elkins got the win. The rest of that fight, not bad either. Anderson, Rafael, Natal won, or uh, lost, excuse me. He got brutally knocked out by Eric Andersdeff. He sounds like a badass. Andersdeff. What was his name again? Eric Andersdeff. Eric? Yeah. Yeah, Eric Andersdeff. Yeah, he, he won by a vicious knockout, as did Alex Oliveira. Uh, beating Ryan LaFleur. So a pretty solid UFC fight night, but, man, it's all about DC and Jones finally getting it going in the Octagon this Saturday night. Man, I'm excited. It's going to be good. Hopefully there's more trash talk. There's probably going to be another press conference leading up to this one, right, or the weigh-ins or something, right? Yeah, they'll have, uh, well, there's also the Embedded series, which the UFC does leading up to it, so you can find that on YouTube. Just look up Because I'm telling UFC you guys, Embedded. I'm like the casual UFC guy here. I know Walchick's like balls deep in UFC. I'm casual, but John Jones is so fun to watch. Yeah. He's right there with McGregor in terms of entertainment, but the trash talk between these two, these guys really do hate each other. So Jones and Cormier, it should be fun. It should be brutal. You know these two guys really can't stand each other. I, I'm excited. I'm and this excited. should be, yeah, this is the one fight that for the casual fan like yourself, if it's not a McGregor fight, these are this is the one where yeah. you're going to go out and buy. That's how anticipated this fight is. I'm not buying it, but I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it, and you might you might drop a little bit on it. We'll see. For food. For food, sure. As long as you bring all kinds of food, you know I love me some food. Yeah, I'm a chicken wing guy. Chicken wings and a little ding a ling. Okay, so are you a winger or the flapper? Or, or I'm a flapper. You're a flapper. I like the flat ones uh, more than I like the the drumstick wings. Mm. I mean, I, I'm not going to discriminate. Why? Why is that? I, there's something about I like being able to just literally, you. I put it the whole thing in my mouth, and I punch, like, put my teeth together and sandwich it between my teeth and just pull it right out, and I pretty much pull all the meat right off the bones right that way. Yeah! So you've got it down. And that's how I react every time I eat it. Yeah, you just, it's almost like a, Remember how like how Scooby Doo would just put the the chicken in his mouth with the bone and then just pull Slide it right, right out and off? Yeah, just a slurping dirt. That's exactly how I do it with the wings, the flat wings, and they're just kind of my thing. Okay, lemon so you're pepper a to be guy. honest. Yeah. You're a lemon pepper fan. Lemon pepper. Dry rub or you like the sauce? Uh, I'm I'm either way. I'm, I I go either way, but I do kind of like actually I kind of like the dry rub. You like the dry rub? I kind of do like the dry rub. Good but, man. Put a lemon pepper, but not for everything. The, the other oh, yeah. stuff. Good yeah, man. The other stuff I like the I like it wet. As always, oh, we, yeah. you like you like it wet. I like it wet, too. We uh, wrapped the show with the box office. What is going on? Dunkirk, my man Christopher Nolan's new movie, 
getting a lot of awards buzz. I mean, that's how good this one could be. Uh, I have yet to see it. I'm, I've had a busy weekend. It was the birthday. I had a lot going on, family, friends. I will see it hopefully by the next time we're on. Won the weekend with 50 and a half mil. Girls trip. I heard this was funny. Yeah, it I does actually look want funny. To, I want to see Dude, this should movie. we? I know it's called girls trip, but sh- should we make a boys night of it and go? Boys night? Maybe. Go crash the girls trip? Dude, boys I'm night, down because it looks, trip. you know I like the, the flavor women. I know you do. And it's all chocolate I know you in this do. one. So. Or maybe we can, uh, Bab, I mean, Bab's excluded from this if that happens, unless he's he can find a, a doll or someone to bring, but oh, he's we got, could double he's date got a, this. He's got so many dolls. He'll bring two dolls for yeah. good measure. Two dolls? Easy. All the women that being in radio gets you. <laughs> it's true, though. You do well. You do fine. Spider-Man Homecoming in third with 22.2 mil. War for the Planet of the Apes, just under 21 mil. And Valyrian in the City of a Thousand Planets, which I said was trash, but it does look really good. If you're going to go see that movie, do yourself a favor. At least see it in 3D. It's one of those 3D movies that's worth seeing. If you're going to go, it's just for the eye candy. The movie itself, though, is garbage. Was a huge flop with 17 mil coming in in fifth to round out the top five. Coming soon, we've got The Dark Tower with Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey and Detroit, which has a couple of Star Wars peeps in there. We've got John Boyega hmm. from Star Wars in that one. Looks like uh, a decent film. And then, of course, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones Season 7, Episode 2 came out this weekend. My goodness, stuff is going down. Cool. I didn't know Game of Thrones was going down. No one really has been talking about Game it. Of Thrones, it just hasn't really been anywhere. It needs to get mentioned everywhere. Hasn't been in social media Only the at greatest all. show on television. Haven't heard anybody really talk about it. What, what was that? Game of Game Thrones? Of, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Game of Thrones. I prefer... I would rather watch something called Game of Drones. One, two, three. Where a bunch of drones go and just, like, fight and have, like... They had a show called Robot Wars. They might still have it. Yeah. Where like people go in and invent robots, literally to destroy bots. each other. Battle bots. Yeah, I, I bet that's better than Game of Thrones. But I'm talking about no, in no, the it's air. definitely I'm not, not Game of Thrones. You, that is probably the most disrespectful drone you've bots ever made, except for that one I made about your. Well, I won't go there. Yep. Not again. Not again. We just got by that. And now you've reopened that wound. I took it back. Remember mm-hmm. Swamp Ass? You already forgave me. I feel like I've got salt in there, and it's burning. Hey man, that's a wrap. I'm ending this one now. Good. Episode 25 of Nosebleed Seats. We hope everybody's enjoyed it. It's been a fun show. It's gone smoothly. I feel good. You feel good. You look good. We love the listeners. We love all of you. Like we mentioned earlier, hit us up on our website, nosebleedseatsradio.com. Much love to Susanna and Deja, S&D Media, for putting that together. Always. They put out video content for us. They the cut videos up are stuff. pretty cool, man. Oh, I like the cool. videos, dude. They do a hell of a job. For sure. And all of our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, social media handles are on there if you want to jump on us there. Don't feel free to message us, get at us if you have questions, comments, you want us to talk about something. We are here for you. You're part of the Nosebleed family. As always, thank you to Robert at the Diamond Broker. Check him out. Thank you to WBLZ Sports. We love you as well. Wherever you're listening, whether it's on iTunes Podcast, WBLZ Sports, Blog Talk Radio, any other forum, we appreciate it. Thank you. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Come poised.